We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. And the press box voice of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, here's Paul Porter. Being able to get that, that turnover late in the game to give our offense some uh, momentum, Griff did an amazing job. Uh, just getting completions, him and uh, Spencer Snelly, they got a little connection going on. and uh, But they did a great job. Um, uh, we just fell short a little bit. Uh, but that's what we that's what preseason for, that's what campus for, to continue to get better and, uh, and grow. And good morning. Welcome to the home. Good Keeps- morning. Oh, that was okay. James, that was Jameis Winston. Yeah. Oh, I, I thought you were. Paul was. John, I'm assuming Paul's calling in. Oh, he's, maybe, yeah, I think he's on. He's on now. Paul, yeah, welcome here. us in, buddy. <laughs> hey, how you doing, James? Good, sir. Good. Good. Glad to have you in, and uh, appreciate you and Jason and uh, Marshall was there too, right? Uh, he will be here momentarily. Board. He said he is pulling a John by check and coming in hot a minute or two. I wonder after. if I wonder if it's Starbucks or if he's got another uh, hot spot. Ah, uh. uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But overall, uh, I thought the the Bucks didn't have a bad game last night. It's first preseason game, and Jameis Winston didn't throw the ball away at all, and he threw a touchdown pass. So, what were your impressions? Um, you know. <laughs> Yeah, good first drive. Uh, I liked. Uh, I like uh, yeah, Matt Gay, our new kicker, hit a, a 55-yard field goal. Outside of that, what can you really say? I mean, Pittsburgh wasn't playing many of its uh, starters. Um, you know, the, the the Buck starters weren't in very long. It was typical preseason, and I and I know the um, uh, the, the preseason. It's important for the for the younger players, especially in the coaches, to evaluate those players. You're trying to figure out who's going to make the team by the end of the preseason. Who's going to be uh, your starters? You know, some of these guys might try to beat out uh, some of the um, projected starters. But outside of that, from a fan's point of view, what can you really say about it? Okay, yeah, the Bucks look look good, and you want it, you want them to look good. They look good against much of the Steelers' um, backups because uh, Ben Roethlisberger didn't even play the game. Many of the other players weren't in as well. Paul, I got to say, yeah. he deflected that pretty good. Uh, just getting it to the kicker and passing Jameis Winston. Uh, I Jameis looked good. from what uh, I saw. He, he looked good. He, he did not good. look. He did not look bad against uh, probably not a front line defense. He didn't make any errors. He scrambled a little bit and uh, and got through there. Uh, you know, I probably agree that you know it's exhibition and how hard do they play? You don't want to get anybody injured, and uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll see how it gets when it gets a regular season. Well, one thing that I like. Uh, Bruce Arians, I think, is going to incorporate in the offense is 
using running backs as receivers uh, as opposed to just relying on them to run and nothing else. I think you're going to see a lot of uh, short passes in the flat to running backs and try and get them into the open field, and uh, that could be a, a nice weapon. Yeah, it'd be a nice weapon. I think that goes back to when the uh, Super Bowl year, where it was you know three and out, and or you know a little flare pass. We did a lot of that. I don't think Brad Johnson could go long very much, but it is going to add a nice weapon. It'll add a nice diverse weapon, which will open up downfield. And uh, you saw Godwin had a nice uh, move uh, after catching the ball. Move what yak yards after catch, mm-hmm. and uh, scored a nice touchdown. I think they're going to try to incorporate both Ronald. Jones uh, and Peyton Barber both uh, on the the first drive of the game uh, last night. Um, you know they, they both carried. They they both looked uh, looked good on that drive. So I think they're going to mix in with with both of them and uh, and hopefully uh, they'll get uh, um, productive yards on the ground uh, uh, from from both of them. Well, I want to mention I'm not in studio today because I'm doing the uh, Junior NBA Global Championship over at Disney's Wide World of Sports. And these uh, championships are being televised today and tomorrow nationally on Fox. Very nice. Uh, not not on Fox Sports or Fox Sports uh, 1, but actually on Fox, the mothership. So uh, it'll be on uh, nationwide. If you get a chance, it's on from noon to 6 today and then from uh, 1.30 to 6 tomorrow. And uh, it's pretty neat uh, goings on. These young kids here from all over the world. Uh, competing for the global championships and something that the NBA has really gotten behind, and they're really trying to grow the game around the world. And uh, soccer is still the number one sport in the world, but I think uh, basketball is making strides on uh, being the second most popular sport in the world. Uh, I would agree with that, Paul. You have your throat lozenges. Are you going to have to call six games or what? Well, yes, it is six games, but it's a little misleading. They only play eight-minute quarters, so uh, it's uh, about uh, two-thirds of an NBA game. And uh, not as much of the uh, hype and all that as you have in an NBA game, so my boys won't have to work as hard. But uh, any, inter- uh, it, it, any interesting names that you, you've come across thus far? Oh, there's always interesting names. Yeah. No doubt about it. Uh, we have, uh, and I, I was amazed at, some of the size of some of these kids. Uh, China has a team here, and uh, they have a kid that is seven foot two, and he's fourteen years old. <laughs> that's just good googly woogly. Uh, that's the fourteen years old. So imagine seven, when seven turns, feet. Uh, well, yeah, that, that defies reason. Wow. Can anybody yeah, uh, verify? Probably be a minute bowl. Well, can anybody verify that birth certificate, or is it in <laughs> <That's> Chinese? <laughs> that's a good yeah. question, I, and I think you oftentimes see a little. Uh, uh, shenanigans, as Jason would say, with uh, getting players in there because Seventh. some of these kids, they don't look 14. They look like 14 going on 28. Yeah. You know, they got a goatee coming out of their uh, goatee at yeah. 12 years old. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> uh, well, so that sounds like six games, a nice little uh, 12 team finish, I guess. Would this would be the championship day? That'll be tomorrow. Okay. Uh, they'll, uh, yeah, the, the semifinals are today and then tomorrow is when they have the uh, U.S. versus the world, much like they do in Williamsport, where they have the uh, American champion and then they have the world champion. Got it. And uh, it'll be uh, tomorrow will be the boys and girls uh, competition in both the U.S. versus the world. But it should be a lot of fun. If you get a chance, tune it in. You, you'll hear that familiar voice. and see me sitting right there at uh, center court. So uh, that's what I'm doing this weekend. I did want to ask you guys about 
uh, Kevin Shattenkirk, and I don't know if Marshall has made his way in yet. Uh, Coming in right now. A, all right, he's a big uh, lightning guy, and, uh, and John, I know you are as well. Uh, now that we got uh, Captain Kirk, maybe we can go out to Mr. Spock, too. Well, you know, uh, it's kind of funny because uh, Marshall texts me. I don't do a lot of social media or, or alerts, and Marshall texts me as soon as they got Shatternick and uh, Shatterkirk. Yep. And uh, he, uh, I was like, well, I'm not as well-versed as you are. Is that a good thing? Uh, I did some reading on it. It looks like he had been injured a little bit, but uh, it looks like a quality pickup. Uh, I think he definitely is. He's a good offensive defenseman, and I think he'll more than fill the gap left by the departure of Anton Strowman. Uh, he's a veteran player, much like Strawman was, but he's got a little more offense, a better shot. And I like his attitude. He was very upset that the New York Rangers were buying out his contract, thinking they were trying to tell him that he was on the downward slope. And he said, I'm coming to Tampa Bay with a chip on my shoulder, and uh, I intend to show them that they made a mistake. So I like that attitude going forward, uh, coming on the ice and, Again, he'll be a good veteran defenseman that they can pair with possibly Victor Hedman or possibly uh, use him uh, with one of the young kids. And he's a big kid. That's the biggest thing. He's big. He's got some toughness to him, and that's one of the things we need back there. Absolutely. So I think uh, that'll be a a real positive. Uh, You know, I see I see him going on. It possible they would move him to the top line. I mean, you got uh, the top four guys are Hedman, uh, Chernak, McDonough, and uh, uh, the young kid Sergachev. Those are your top four, right? So he would probably go third or fourth line. But that that just strengthens our depth as well, correct? I think he'll probably be in the second line. Uh, I I can see him maybe. being paired with like a Sergachev, something like that, uh, and uh, using him uh, maybe as the number three or four defense uh, defenseman. The other thing is it gives us a little depth because Victor Hedman hasn't made it through a season in the last three years without getting some kind of injury. So I just like the fact they have some experience and some more depth. Now, who is yeah, the Spock that you want us to get now that we have Shatterkirk? <laughs> Well, I figure if we got Captain Kirk, we got to get Doctor Spock mm-hmm. you know, got it. or Mister Spock. So, got it. Uh, but, but yeah, no, I always, I always got a kick out of that name because Captain Kirk sounds so much like Captain Kirk. Yeah, and uh, you know maybe they can have a Star Wars uh, night there. Or Star, Star Trek. Star Trek yeah. Well, you better practice yeah. that. So I want to hear it sound like Captain when you call him for scoring a goal at the game. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That, yeah, how, give us a shatter, Kirk, if he does <laughs> score. What would that sound like? I will. We're still working on it. Okay. Uh, okay. Got it. That good. Let the cat out of the bag in August. You know, we still got another month before the first preseason game. So. And we don't want to jinx anything either. That's right. That's right. Awesome. Hey, real quick, uh, uh, the Rays uh, continue to battle for the wild card spot. They're still a half a game up on Oakland. It looks like uh, we might be looking at the Minnesota Twins as the top wild card uh, spot, and. Uh, the Cleveland Indians could be taking over the uh, division lead. Well, they're technically tied right now. Right. So uh, much can happen from here yeah. to the end of the season. Who who mm-hmm. knows what's going on? But the the Rays, you know, again, disappointed with the, the Toronto series. They were doing so well to then to lose two out of three to Toronto. Really no rhyme or reason for that. Um, other than, I guess, just they're inconsistent at times. Yeah, but and still we- 17 games over 500. Yeah. And you know what? You're not going to get up for every game. I was really happy to see the effort last night mm. because that was big. Coming off that losing two out of three, that was a big game to get last night. It gets them going again. Well, when you look at and it, I, too, they're eight and two in their last ten games. Obviously, those two games they lost to uh, 
they lost to uh, Toronto. Toronto, it's a big deal, and you know they just didn't hit. It seemed like they got rid of all their hits before they came back to town, and and kind of quieted the bats last night. Even in the uh, what the top of the ninth, they had a couple of walks and a and a fielder's choice to score. You know, a couple of runs to to go ahead. You know, there wasn't a lot of big pops. I, I like. Uh, you know, uh, the Sogar, and I like Duffy back. These are contact hitters. Now Yandy Diaz is out for probably the season. Maybe he is, come back. yeah. I think they and said And you know what? I'm, I'm not too upset with that. You know, uh, we don't need a lot of big boppers. We need some people to get some hits, and I think that's what uh, – We've got Aguilar. I think, I think he got a few. He's yeah. got a few thus far. Yeah, so. This team has a lot of depth, uh, no doubt about it, and uh, that, that's good to see, and it's going to come in handy. Uh, as we get down the stretch drive and uh, hopefully into the playoffs. And what, John, what did you feel as far as the bullpen moves? Uh, uh, they didn't. They, they added Nick Anderson, but the, other than that, no real significant addition to the bullpen, and they did uh, let a couple of guys go from that bullpen. Well, they did, and the guys they took off, uh, you know, I'm not too terribly upset. I know Stanek had a halfway decent ERA starting off the season, but – uh, Hunter Wood and and Kalerik and and these guys they, they just did not uh, they did not answer the mail. It looked like last night they were going with Beeks is not an opener, but uh, our pitching staff is incredibly depleted right now. Uh, you know that you said we have a lot of talent, a lot of depth. Our, our game is a matchup game. We play the matchups, and and that's why I think we do okay. I get a little frustrated when they match up. I want them to throw the book away, uh, the computer away, as Marshall said in the past. <laughs> Darno should be an everyday catcher. Zanino, if you want to bring him in, let him DH or something like that, or or put him at third base and place a Yandy Diaz. But. Uh, Darno is such a clutch hitter for us this season that I've been impressed with that. But we have got to get these pitchers back. Uh, and I'm not talking just wild card. I know we're nine games out, but I still think we got a shot. But if you told division. me that we were going to be 17 games over and Snell was out and Glasnow was out, I, you, I'd say you're kidding me. Yeah. So I'm just amazed at what they've been able to do. And the bullpen got better by addition by subtraction. They got better by yeah, three Charlie guys. Morton. Charlie Morton really the only guy that's uh... – you counted on at the start of the season that's still standing. Uh, they, they have done a remarkable job as far as their starters are, or even their openers are concerned. Yarborough's pitched well uh, at times, uh, more often than not. So, uh, yeah, we're going to have to ham and egg it up the course in October. But, you know, I've always said meaningful games in August and September. You know what? I'm enjoying baseball. Yes. Yep. Isn't it fun to talk baseball? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah really is. Well, guys, I'm going to let you go, and I'm going to get to work here. And, again, uh, thanks, Marshall, for coming in uh, today. And, John and Jason, uh, thanks again for giving me the confidence to put the show in your hands and give you the wheel. And uh, certainly do appreciate that. And if you get a chance, tune in some of this uh, young basketball coming up uh, this weekend on Fox. I'm going well, to, try, we'll to try to catch a glimpse of you on the PA announcing. We'll try to do that. There you go. Sounds good. Thanks again, guys. All right, Have sir. a good time. Thanks. All right, sir. You know, um, the uh, I'm watching Little League Baseball right now because the Rays are on at 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> so I'm getting some late games. And, you know, it's just baseball. I mean, I watched a couple of high school games this year. I've seen the Tarpons game. Uh, it's just baseball. And I think Marshall's right. To be talking baseball when the Bucks played yesterday, their first preseason right. game, a lot of hype about it. I, I'm not sure. I woke up this morning. They had 28 points, which sounds like a lot of offense. But I got to figure – it was against his Paul. We yeah, the guys are going to be UPS guys, and that's what's fr- well. That's really why the NFL has proposed to to um, uh, do away with two preseason games and add two more regular season games. Now, I'm not sure that that's the way to go. 
preseason is important from a player's viewpoint, especially if you're a player who's on the bubble, you're trying to make the team. You need every bit of, of, of uh, uh, you know, time in the preseason to impress the coaches, and the coaches have to look at it. they got to cut the roster back to 53 men. You, you can't really uh, uh, tell who you like and who you don't like through just practice. you got to have an in-game situation and see what the, the players do. So from that point of view, it is important. But the, for the fans – what do you take away from it? Can, can you really tell how good or bad your team is? You don't take the wins or losses with you into the regular season, and the majority of players that are going to be playing consistently, you know, of course, barring injury, they're not. You're not seeing them that much in the preseason. I, I here's what I take away, and it's not much, but it's individual plays and individual, uh, you know, times on the field. It, you know, you you get beat. Why are you getting beat by a second team? You miss a tackle. You you uh, you miss a block. Why are you doing that one-on-one? I know, obviously, you, you gel as a team and things happen, but just those one-on-one plays are what I take away. I know Hargraves got beat last night. Uh, I know Jameis Winston had a great play last night. He did a kind of a scramble and had a first down. Right. You know, you take away those little individual plays. I don't think you can take a lot of team play away from the, the preseason games. Uh, other than it costs her same price. I'll take yeah, season. I know. I'll take away a couple things from the preseason. One is I I think that it the the one thing that'll intrigue me throughout the whole preseason is hard knocks. If you haven't wa- if you didn't watch it the other night uh, with the Raiders, it is going to be the, the best hard knock show. You see ever. the latest with it Antonio is, Brown. Yeah, it, it's the, just, the, the, he's, well, he's that was the first one. That was the first one. That was the first episode last week. But but that, but that wasn't about the helmet, was it? On no, that that's one? coming up. That's That'll coming come out. Now. He's threatening to quit because they they won't let him use his, you know, his but, helmet. Uh, you know what? And I'm on his side. If he signs, I am too. if he signs too. a waiver and says, "I appreciate everything you're trying to do for my safety, but I'm not going to be able to compete at the level I've competed at for Please. ten years and take that." No, I, I agree with John. Yeah. I think this I d- is the same thing with like if the, you're in baseball and you're used to wearing a certain batting helmet and it feels right and look and and that's what you wear. As long as it's not illegal, I agree with Brown here. That you know, you can't you're, change things. you're making the money. This is about the team. Get over yourself. There's other helmets that you can put on and get used to, and and just like other other bats and other things. A lot of this, I think, is more superstition than anything else. But it's ridiculous. Okay, get over yourself. This is not about you. It's about the team. Find another helmet. Get used to it. Play football. Shut up. Oh, he's got a no, lot he's, of... but he's but he's all he's doing is standing up for himself in first place. He's a and diva. Think, These and, guys are are, 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 are selfish. Jason, that's because he's the best receiver in the game. Period. Uh, Jerry period. Rice. Jerry Rice was the best in receiver the of game. all time, and oh, yeah. he didn't act like this. Okay, but they didn't change his helmet either, Jason. What if they told oh, Jerry he had to please. wear a face mask where he couldn't see? He would have been professional. He would have done it. No. Well, wrong. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, it's not at, that you can't see. You get sure a lot of support. See. He's got an arbitrator that's going to rule on it. Gruden, and, and it seems like the people are on his side. This is the NFL. The NFL's changing a lot. Uh, you know, I'm not sure what the season ticket numbers are, what the attendance numbers are going to be. But uh, NFL football has to – they have to do – uh, some damage control about a lot of things. But the the whole thing with this helmet, though, okay, it's, this, it's the concussion issue. They've changed the, the helmet due to – now, I don't know the specifics about why this helmet was not certified. What, I mean, I guess it's an older helmet. Maybe that has something to do with it if they feel and, – and they still might end up certifying it. But my point, I guess, is more about Antonio Brown's attitude. The fact that he would come out and say, well, if I can't wear this particular helmet – I quit. Yeah, that is pathetic, as far as I'm concerned. I and that's, totally disagree. That's, that's stand the up biggest for, issue. Stand up for what you believe in and make a stand. So for what if you, you don't in. get your helmet, you just quit. Really? 
Well, if if that's the way he feels strongly enough oh, about that, it, he's got to fight his argument. Yeah, he's so got to fight his argument, Jason. Can, I, I, you I cannot chastise the guy for standing up for what he believes. Yes, it's I his, can. In this can. case, yes, I can. It's his $30 million. Yeah. Anyways, hey, uh, Yehudi, how's the break Break time like break? We got to stay on track, man. I got to make sure we get a good grade <laughs> for Paul. Uh, and I think I'm supposed to say AM860. The answer. News, insight, passion. AM860, the answer. Do you hear it? Tonight, the sprinklers run. Buffers buff. Rinks freeze. Perfectly straight chalk lines are laid down. Ready for tomorrow when the sun rises. And lessons come to life. As our kids pass, shoot, run, and throw. As they experience all that goes with winning and losing. As they learn to practice with diligence and discipline. To value the team above self. To compete with character, sportsmanship, and integrity on the field of play. And most importantly, in life. As they look to us to see if we are doing the same. Sports teach. Be a part of it. Positive Coaching Alliance. PositiveCoach.org. This is Paul Porter. Are you looking for some affordable family fun? Check out Dollar Tuesdays in exciting Florida State League Baseball with the Clearwater Threshers. Tickets and all your favorite concessions like hot dogs, beer, and soft drinks, popcorn, and peanuts are just a dollar. It's happening at every Tuesday Clearwater Threshers home game at Spectrum Field on US-19 in Clearwater. See you at the ballpark for Dollar Tuesdays. Remember, all of your favorites are just a dollar. Whether it's a car accident, storm damage, or a fire, when the unthinkable happens, it doesn't matter if you save money in 15 minutes. In this moment, it doesn't matter if your neighbor has the same insurance you do. In this moment, what matters is that your independent insurance agent and the company that stands behind them have you covered. Auto Owners Insurance, the no-problem people. Visit Vermost Insurance in Tampa Bay today at vermost.com. Find us online at TheAnswerTampa.com. Great family fun is waiting for you at Advent Health Center Ice in Wesley Chapel. Ice skating for everyone, from open skating to lessons, hockey teams, league and pickup games. Skate rental is available, and you'll find a full restaurant and snack bar. Did you know that many NHL players and Olympic hopefuls train at Advent Health Center Ice? This state-of-the-art facility even has a complete pro shop and performance center. You can skate on or rent one of three NHL-sized rinks, the Olympic-sized rink, or the junior rink. For more information on this fabulous 150,000-square-foot, two-story facility, visit www.adventhealthcenterice.com. Visit them on Facebook at Advent Health Center Ice. It's all waiting for you just off I-75 at State Route 56 in Wesley Chapel. Come and enjoy all the fun Advent Health Center Ice has to offer for your entire family just minutes from anywhere in the Tampa Bay area. The Hugh Hewitt Show. The collapse of the Mueller report, the disaster that was the Mueller testimony for Democrats and the resistance. This is a absolute catastrophe for our country. This was a fake witch hunt. 
and it should never be allowed to happen to another president again. Weekday mornings at 6 on AM 860, The Answer. If you've been involved in a slip and fall, been hit by a car as a pedestrian, or maybe you've been bitten by a dog or any situation where you've been injured by the negligence of another, call the law offices of Papa and Guype at 727-461-4357 or 813-983-7890. When you meet personally with trial attorneys Dave and Stan, you'll know why I endorse them to be your attorneys. Visit PapaAndGuype.com. That's P-A-P-A-A-N-D-G-I-P-E.com. Papa and Guype, the official law firm of the home team. So just how smart is your smartphone? Add a couple dozen IQ points to your digital friend by downloading the AM860 app. Local news, national headlines, and incisive commentary. Turning your smartphone into a genius. The AM860 app is the answer. Let me tell you about a gem of a restaurant in Carrollwood. It's Hank's Place, where you'll find some of the best barbecue, catfish, wings, sausage, gator, shrimp, and a whole lot more. Their meats are dry-rubbed and slow-smoked. All your favorite sides, too, from baked beans to collard greens to mac and cheese to onion rings. Discover why Hank's Place, 8546 Northdale Mabry, 100 yards north of Waters Avenue, is a place locals have known about for years. Hank's Place, a place to hang your hat and lick your fingers. And welcome back to the Home Team Sports Show with Marshall Shields, Jason Alessi, John Bychek. What's going on to the bakery, big guy? And listen, we've got uh, this week our apple turnovers, our buy one, get one free. We've got uh, packages of mini cream puffs, packages of assorted mini cakes, uh, buy one, get one free. Of course, we've always got our, our great items in the, in the deli, our devil crabs, our, and, uh, our scotchata pizza, Cuban sandwiches, uh, hey, uh, cakes, brownies, uh, you name it. We're, we're always busy. Well, we have two testimonies. Marshall? Good stuff. I was there the other day, picked up a Cuban, fantastic, and the guava and cream cheese turnovers are just, th- those are almost One of my favorites. Irresistible. Yes. Those have well, extra gluten, you. right? Ooh. Extra gluten. Uh, and we then, do have uh, a few, now, you mentioned that we do have a few gluten-free items, too. There's this little coconut no, no. chocolate chip cookie. But I'm just saying for those who are gluten intolerant. I'm extra you know, gluten. Okay, okay. Yeah. We've got, well, we've got plenty um, of that. Believe the... Uh, the cake last night, we were at a birthday party with a close friend of ours, and Gina and I, and Gina uh, uh, is a cake connoisseur. And, Very nice. Uh, said the cake was actually superb. She even asked the server to give her one to take home. Good, and good. And we kind of snuck out with that because, oh. you know, there were people still eating it. Sure, so, sure. Uh, but she said it was excellent. Well, uh, great. So, I'm glad to hear yeah. that. We always thank everyone for their business. Well, we're going to hit the phone lines after I give the numbers out. 813-289-1860 in Tampa. Toll-free, anywhere in our listening area, 877-969-8600. We're going to go straight to Brooklyn. Brooklyn, how are you, sir? Morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Well, Very uh, good. I thought that game last night was great. Uh, the, the, the Rays are, are even better than I thought. They come right at the end. There's a ninth inning. They only post two to two, and they took the game apart. Three runs, boom, over, we win again. Isn't that great? It was. It is. It's a good finish. Um, so, so what, I, what I'm saying, like I keep telling you guys, is they're going to win the World Series. Well, the Yankees, the Yankees have 26 guys that have hit the injured list. But the well, Yankees I mean, we're right behind them. them on the injured list with uh, Yanni Diaz yeah, I mean, Yan- and uh, Yankees are, are, Brandon Lau and the pitchers. We're right behind. We don't have 12, but I guarantee we got a half a dozen. Well, the, the other team, of course, is Houston. I mean, the Astros are on fire, too. The, 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 them and the Yankees. I mean, um, you know, I mean. Listen, I, I certainly think the Rays can make the playoffs. World Series, I think that's going to be difficult. Uh, I just think it's going to be difficult for them to beat. Well, 
I, I don't know that it's going to be as difficult if our pitching comes back. If you get mm-hmm. Glasnow back, Snell back, Morton, and then you can move like a Beaks or Chirinos oh. or Yarborough to long relief and short relief. Well, I should be pitching. Uh, mm-hmm. And Patterson, Pagan comes through. Pagan is I'm, – I'm 70-30 with him. He, he still mm-hmm. can leave something hanging out there. But, but, the, but then the Rays hitting is very inconsistent, just like we saw with the Toronto series. I mean, they, okay, the one game, I mean, they got down big, and then they came back and scored seven runs. But, um, you know, the other two, they were right there to win. A lot of opportunities, uh, but um, they, they don't deliver. So yeah. we, we never know what, what's going to show up on that side of it. So, I, I mean, I'm, listen, I'm very impressed with, with what they're doing, and I think certainly uh, the wild card is right there. Um, I think it would be difficult for them to beat a Yankees or an Astros in in uh, in a series. They got something going though. They got they some do. chemistry going. Yeah. They got some fun happening in that dugout. Yeah. Some of that youth and, is coming out, and they're starting to play together. They like each other. Yeah, I like what I'm seeing. Yeah. And Kevin Cash, manager of the year. No problem. Ooh, easy big guy. He still takes our no pitchers problem. out too early, man. Come <laughs> on. Uh-uh, uh-uh. This team has gone from nothing to somebody. And they've done it pretty quick. Now, then they go from nothing. They, they won, won 90, 90 games, games last, last year, year big guy. I mean, they had a, uh, Cash has done well. And, and a lot of it has to do with the talent he's got. I mean, you obviously you had a Cy Young winner who hasn't pitched in, in a month. You know, so I, I think you you got to take a look at that front office and the GM that are that are making some pickups that are that are critical pick. I think the Patterson pickup could be a sleeper. I really do. But you got to walk before you can run. And before they before they finally won the ninety games, they were bad, and we all know that. Now they're the team that I've always wanted to see, and they're going to win it all. Well, we'll hope they. Obviously, we we hope first they make the playoffs, and then if they do, that they um, they can have a long uh, run in the playoffs. That would be very nice. I know it's preseason oh, well. Brooklyn, but the running game looked like it might not come out of the dormant stage, uh, like how to hibernation. Uh, what did you think? No, because I'm still telling you that they're watching that waiver wire. As every as every week goes by before the season starts, and I still think Aaron's if I if I know the guys I've been talking to about him out in Arizona, he waits until the season, and he's always looking for that one shot that nobody gave up, or they had to cut him because they had too many men. But but I don't I don't know if any player like that is going to be any better than a Peyton Barber, or Ronald Jones. But that's just it. You don't know. You know this. You, you know. Just because you're great in college doesn't make you great in the pros. Right. You've got to be good, and then you've got to try to get better. They have a couple of other – I mean, he had brought in a guy he had worked with in Arizona. I think Ellington's his last name, and he, he ran a little bit last night. Um, you know, we'll have to, to, to wait and see. But but the, the whole thing, again, with the preseason, it's, it's, it's getting the roster in, in – in, you know, cutting down the roster, getting the right players you want. Um, really, uh, until the season begins, that first game against the 49ers – you know, we're, we're going to learn a lot about this team then. I, I just don't put much stock in the preseason because for, for too many seasons, that you know, the team, okay, they look good in the preseason and then they disappoint in the regular season or vice versa. Maybe they don't look so good in the right. preseason and they do very well in the regular season. We just don't know until the regular season starts and the and the and our, our regular players, um, we're, we're going to see our starters. I agree. I agree, but I want you to know, how did you 
Uh, uh, score Jameis last night. Oh, he looked good. He looked very good. That that first Jameis drive marched him right down the field. Um, you know, he, he made plays. He had a good uh, uh, running play where he scrambled out, got a first down, uh, made good decisions. I, I thought he looked good. I, I scored him uh, above average on the playing field and below average on the style with the floppy hat tied up against his head at a night game, you know, kind of shielding the sun or the moonlight from his head. It was the lights, know. maybe. Those lights are bright. Oh, are yeah, bright. okay. Okay. By the way, I thought Ronald Jones looked like a different player last night. Ronald Jones looked like he might figure it out. You know, I hear Ronnie Barber talk about the, the whole thing with the running back is is the vision, the eyes, mm-hmm. look, seeing what you're what you're going at. You know that mm-hmm. you've got to be able to to uh, pick up on the open lanes because they're going to close very quickly, and you got to hit that lane immediately. If he can improve on that, all the other things physically mm-hmm. he's got. It's just a matter of looking where you're going and being able to find those running lanes. I agree, but what about thirty points for the for the, the other team? I didn't think the defense looked that good. Maybe they got it gelled together, but I don't know. It seemed to me they were off on a few plays that they should have been on. Well, that could be. I mean, again, at the defense, I mean, we're implementing the new schemes. We got uh, some of what I was watching. It looked like we got decent pressure on the uh, against the offense. Um, uh, you know, look, it's preseason. A lot of the guys, you know, the, the those defenders, they're going to be either backup. Some of them might not be on the team. They're going to have to to get used to Todd Bowles' his, his new defensive scheme. And um, and we'll see how it goes. Obviously, the, the, the defense it was the biggest problem for this team last year. And that's going to ultimately determine, I think, this year how far they're going to go is how much the defense improves. Now, the Lightning. You guys are happy um, as they're dumping all the guys. We, we, I mean, we had one of the best records ever in, the, in hockey ever. Now, it, to me, if you're starting to get rid of all these guys, you know, and then you're saying, well, this guy can do. The only thing I'm agreeing so far is you need the enforcers, and they got the first two. Now, that will help a lot because, you know, when you get belted and nobody belts back, they feel like they got a thing over you to begin with, and they play that better in, in, all game long. But if you, ta- if you take a shot in the boards or in the ribs, turn around and whack the guy in the back of the head or wherever you think is a you, good shot, that he'll remember you. You know, Brooklyn, I, I, I tend to agree with you a little bit. We had a phenomenal season. You look back at uh, – what was it? Uh, Vanderbilt. Who was won the national championship this year? Basketball NCAA was it Virginia? Virginia. Virginia right. uh, they lose in the first round. For, you know, for the first time ever. ever that happened. Season. Right. I, I have to look at this anomaly season. Uh, we we had a good team. You know, uh, Columbus played us well. We did not play well. Uh, you know, getting rid of Strawman's probably my biggest loss. I know Callahan's injured. Probably wouldn't play, and they had a sweetheart. Uh, trade just to get cap space and not cap space for Ottawa. Uh, but, you know, I, I thought Girardi should have played. I, I don't know how much they need to tweak it. I think what they've done so far, although we've got more goalies, I think, than uh, an all-star team as far as uh, I think eight goalies on the top two rosters, you know, which is a lot of rosters. But I, I agree with you. I don't know how much tweaking they need, and I, th- I do know we needed some hitters, and Callahan and Girardi didn't play in those two games, and I think that would have helped. Uh, but I'm with you. I don't think they need to do but much But you have more. to make moves out of necessity and money, too. I mean, they've got to find money to sign Braden Point. So there's a lot of things that they have to do in order to get there. That's why you have to, you're going to lose some guys because of that, as much as it. I hate to say it. Yeah, but Vendick is a very smart man. You know, I mean, he has to have all the uh, assistant coaches and who's ever in this, the man, general managers. But he's a very smart guy. Very great uh, businessman, but he knows that. He made a mistake now by offering that. Uh, well, he took the the offer, uh, you know, the goalie, and and you shouldn't have done that. You should, you've got to wait 
if you get blown out, you know, it's, not, it's okay to get beat, but when you get blown out in the first round and you had the best record of anybody in the, in the team, in the league rather, so you got you got to say, okay, listen, it's okay. Come back next year, we win it all, and then you get you get the best contract you ever saw. But too late now because he already took the contract, and I worry about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you gonna make some more changes next year. I don't, I don't year. know why we're... you're worrying about the Vasilevsky signing a big contract. What what's why is that a problem? Well, that's what they want. They lost four straight. Well, and, and, and it was it wasn't was it his it wasn't bit. his fault. You're going to blame not all, not all, Certainly not all of it, no. Come on. Some Brooklyn, of it you're was, smarter than ba- that. Vasilevsky, has, as, as the Lightning, there was one uh, uh, playoff season where he, he took him very far. That was in 2018 when they uh, they lost to uh, to the Capitals. You know, the, the, the seasons before that was, was mostly with Bishop. He stepped in um, in 2016 when Bishop got hurt. But so we, we haven't yet seen Vasilevsky be real consistent in the playoffs. He's still young. Um, so, I mean, he hasn't played that much, but, but we, we still have to, to see that it's, it was a, a little concerning what happened last year. There's no way he gets blamed fully for these losses. Of course they not. Had. He gets not maybe totally, 10 or 20. Not, but some, when you yes. don't score the last two games, it's ridiculous. Right. But his contract was up. What are you going to do? Brooklyn sign him for a year. He's not going to do that. Oh, you, yeah. You, well, how many, how many players in this world that play any kind he was, of sport? He was one of the best goalies in the league last year. He won the, he won the goalie award last year. Come on uh-huh. now. Yeah, and so, Come on. So did our defense but, guy. They, but they disappointed in the playoffs. And ultimately, the goal, the goal is to win a Stanley Cup. Yeah, but Hedman was disappointed, too, and he makes $10 million a year. Should we get rid of him, too? Kucherov, was Stamkos, they, they, were, they were all. They were disappointed yeah. as well. No question about it. Kucherov also got an award, too, didn't he? Yeah, and he makes $11 million a year. We get rid, should we get rid of him? I guess the difference is he had already signed the contract, though. You can't get rid of anybody. You just can't tell the guy you lost four straight. Okay, here's a big contract. I just think that's asinine. Okay, you're really? just you're going to say he had the best goals against in the league and had the most victories and won the Vezina Trophy, but no, we're not going to give you anything. But didn't show <laughs> up in the playoffs. Yeah, but but you got to be there. You're right, Jason. You've got to show something in the playoffs. I don't care if you don't even. And I under, I understand that it certainly wasn't all his fault. The other players didn't show up either. But I guess my point is, when a goalie, if you're an elite goalie in the postseason. Um, you know, you stand on your head when your teammates aren't playing as well. That's just the way it is, and a lot of them do that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You you can't absolve them. You don't have to blame them for losing all the games, but you can't absolve them and give them a gigantic contract. I don't think they rewarded him for that series. I think they rewarded him because he's one of the best goalies in the league. Well, I was just trying and to you say. Don't, and you don't lose a goalie like that for a one- or two-year contract. Okay, but let me ask you this question. Let's say, I mean, if you're one of the best goalies in the league during the regular season, but let's say if, if next season uh, he struggles in the playoffs again. I mean, let's say if you're good during the regular season, but you struggle during the postseason. As, where is that ultimately going to get you? If, if your goal as a team is to win a championship and your goalie is inconsistent when it matters the most, just like if, if you, you know, uh, um, a quarterback in, in, um, in NFL or, or a major league pitcher in the playoffs. I mean, if a pitcher has the best record in the majors year in and year out, but then when come playoff time struggles – well, David Price. Yeah, but it doesn't mean you're not going to pay him. Yeah, and I think you look at a great example is 
Blake Snell signed a big contract. He's injured. The, the the team will have to eat the contract if that's what happens. And they it's something they probably take into effect. The contracts are, are guaranteed or issued with insurance if they get injured. So, I mean, they just have to deal with it. They signed a big contract. Keep him happy. Keep him on the ice. Keep him being uh, exactly. the, the best goalie in the league. And I think we got a great shot this year. I mean, Pecorine and um, Ben Bishop were the other two best goalies in the league last year. How many championships would they want combined? None. Okay. Zero. So, I think they've done. I think they've done a lot better in the I'm playoffs than Vasilevsky has. How, how could they have done a lot better than Vasilevsky has? Because they did. I mean, how? the last several how? seasons, uh, they have Ben Bishop certainly did better in the playoffs this season than than Vasilevsky yeah, but did. But Vasilevsky lost in the Cup Finals, right? So did Pecorine. But then, so did so did Ben Bishop. Bishop went to the Vasilevsky did. Oh no, he lost in Game Seven of the of the Finals against Pittsburgh. But, no, but my point, my point is though, Bishop Bishop was playing great hockey. I mean, he played great last year's playoffs, even though Dallas, uh, okay, his team may have not been. That's my point. He lifted up his team when his teammates weren't that good. Vasilevsky did not. That's all I'm, I'll say about that. J- Jason, they, they won they one series. They won. Ba- Dallas remember, won one series last year. That was it. Remember yeah. one series. Vegas came in last year. I mean, I, I'm not saying he's bad. I'm just saying he won one series. That's all. Brooklyn. Great comments, as usual. All right. Thank you, buddy. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Brooklyn. Uh, uh, Yehudi's uh, giving me the high sign. Uh, numbers, Hillsboro, 289-1860. Toll-free, anywhere in our listening area, 877-969-8600. And we are the home team on TheAnswerTampa.com and AM860. The Answer. News, insight, passion. AM860, The Answer. Honest Mahoney's. That's what people have been calling LZ Mahoney for more than 35 years. Honest LZ Mahoney. The name really says it all. Mahoney's Auto Repair is a place you can trust. In fact, it was some of his loyal customers that came up with the name. Generations of people have been taking their cars to 4040 54th Avenue North for three and a half decades. Do you need some work done on your car? If his loyal customers call him Honest Mahoney's, that should tell you something right there. The next time you need work done on your car, take it to my friend LZ Mahoney's. He's been a part of the home team for nearly 20 years. Mahoney's Auto Repair. Or just remember Honest Mahoney's. 4040 54th Avenue North in St. Petersburg. A place that people have called home for more than 35 years. Honest Mahoney's. 4040 54th Avenue North in St. Petersburg. When you've been in an auto accident, you'll have many questions and thoughts going through your mind. First call 911 if you're able to do so. This way, if there are injuries, help is on the way. Also, it's important you get a police report. This provides an exchange of information and the police will question any eyewitnesses if you were too injured to do so yourself. Once out of harm's way, don't speak to or sign any documents from an insurance company. Simply call trial attorneys Dave or Stan at Papa and Geip at 727-461-4357 or 813-983-7890 to meet personally with them. This law firm provides an experienced staff that will be understanding and guide you through the difficult times that you may be experiencing due to this accident. Also, Dave and Stan will provide you with over 30 years of experience, making sure you receive the correct medical treatment for a full recovery, and will do their best to make you financially whole. 
Visit PapaAndGuype.com. Find us online at TheAnswerTampa.com. Veterans can face unique challenges that lead to difficulty finding or keeping a home. VA is here to help veterans secure safe, stable housing. If you or a veteran you know is homeless or at immediate risk of becoming homeless, call 877-424-3838. Attention churchgoers, are you looking for something to do right after church for you and your family? How about brunch with the Clearwater Threshers? Enjoy an all-you-can-eat delicious brunch from noon until 2 p.m. and then sit back and enjoy some great Florida State League baseball in air-conditioned comfort. What a great alternative to waiting in line for a crowded restaurant. The best part? A ticket to the game with brunch is just $17 per person in advance $21 day of the game every Sunday home game at Spectrum Field on US 19 in Clearwater so just how smart is your smartphone add a couple of dozen IQ points to your digital friend by downloading the AM860 app local news national headlines and incisive commentary turning your smartphone into a genius the AM860 app is the answer much like the weather your life could change at the drop of a hat don't be caught unprepared You don't know what will happen tomorrow, but no matter what happens to you, you can make sure your loved ones are provided for with a life insurance policy from Auto Owners Insurance. Meet with a local independent agent and secure a policy now to rest easy knowing you're protecting the ones you love. Visit Vermost Insurance in Tampa Bay today at VERMOST.com. Hundreds of sets of gently used golf clubs is what you'll find at T&D Golf Stores. Conveniently located at 4205 West Waters Avenue, a half mile west of Dale Mabry, T&D has the best repair facility with the largest selection of grips in stock. You'll find a wide variety of new and used golf balls, shoes, and accessories. T&D Golf Stores is family owned and operated. Open Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Find T&D Golf Stores online at tndgolfstores.com. Paul Porter here. We're talking with Pastor Matt Roden, the teaching pastor at Grace Family Church. I attend the Temple Terrace campus, and I see a wide diversity of people there, young and old and all different uh, age groups and categories. And really, you just come as you are. You can wear whatever you're, a golf shirt or a polo shirt or shorts. That's right. You just come as you are. You absolutely come as you are. And, I mean, again, we're we're reaching folks from every stage, every age, no matter what background, where they come from. Everyone's welcome to come in the door and come just, you know, hear the message. Really so, should just go to the website. To, absolutely. To get a good explanation of what yeah, to expect. If you're curious and want to go, what's this about? Just try grace.com. I'll say it again. Just try grace.com. Check that out. You'll be glad you did. This Sunday, you're invited to services at Grace Family Church, 930 and 1130 at any of their five area campuses. See what's in store at JustTryGrace.com. I think that's uh, one of the huge parts of this offense is uh, getting our backs exposed to being outside and even uh, working quick on getting out so they can get to their check down and making plays after the catch. I mean, when you get a running back the ball and you get one-on-one in space, you know, it's their job to get yards for you, and that's what they do. And that's Jameis Winston talking about using our running backs as receivers. And I know in the history of the Bucks, they've done that a lot. I, was yes. just, I thought it was pretty boring when Dungey and Gruden did it, but it's effective and it opens everything else up. No, well, it's a, like another form of a running game. You, you mm-hmm. get it to your back and let them do the work after the catch as, as opposed to just handing them off. The, the difference is you're getting it to them beyond the line of scrimmage. So it can be a little more effective and that let's way. Let's face it, the last three years, they have not been able to run the football. No, at they haven't. All. So the last three years, they've not been able to do much of anything. 
But the run game, I mean, I'm just they may saying. They pass the football. They had, I mean, their, their yeah, offense last year. Last yeah, year. I, that was, that was, I got to hand to you. They had a pretty good offense last year. Uh, hey, we got a caller, Bill. Uh, lines are open. Uh, give us a call, 289-1860 Hillsboro. Toll-free, 877-969-8600. We got the Lightning on the plate. We got the Rays on the plate. We got the uh, Bucks on the plate. Uh, we got a lot of, lot to talk about. Antonio Brown, we don't usually talk national topics, but this is kind of interesting. So, Bill, what's going on this morning, sir? Hey, fellas. Good to, good to uh, talk to you. It's been a while. Thank you. Yes. Um, I, was, uh, I was wondering if you guys had seen the, uh, the comments by the esteemed commissioner in Tampa his latest that he came out with saying, yeah, I think we can get a deal done in Tampa for half the season home games. You know, uh, Bill, that, uh, that brings up an interesting uh, point. I uh, got to go to a Q&A with Sternberg and uh, asked two questions. Marshall, you'll appreciate my two questions. I want to hear them. You know, uh, early uh, in the – it's kind of a chamber event, and uh, I think I can report this because I was there, and I actually asked a question. It was open forum. Uh, there was uh, – I don't think there was any other press there, but I don't think it was confidential. And my first question was uh, – and, and I'm a little ashamed that I had to ask it, but who's the base running coach for the Rays? Uh, because we get thrown out, picked off, stolen base, thrown out at home, thrown out at third more than any other team. Sternberg absolutely loved the question, said, I've been talking to them all. Uh, what do we have to do? He said he wants them to be a little less aggressive on the base pass. But actually, Kiermaier won that game – uh, in the last inning by being super aggressive. So that was the first question. Um, second question I asked, and it had to do with uh, the Montreal experiment. And I said, I was very careful choosing my words. I said, is that Montreal uh, an option or the option? And he was very point blank and said, that's the only option, which tells me a lot. Hmm, that's interesting. Yeah, he, he came out and said that when they, I guess in the wake of the first uh mention of it when they had the Dolly Museum press conference, he said that was the only option viable for the team in this area. Um, But, you know, come on with what's, I mean, I don't know if you guys noticed it, but it was uh, someone sent it to me, Um, you know, the link to the article from the the Tampa Bay paper um, that, you know, now it's, Oh, we're uh, yeah. We think we can get a deal. Yeah, I mean, come on, that's ludicrous. Well, that, ma- that makes no sense. That you had two years, almost three years, to get it done, and it didn't work. This is nothing more than this guy trying to save face. Because let's go. If we back up, I mean, if you allow me the moment to 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 back up here, let's face it. He was part of the contingent pushing this the the other side of the bay over there um to 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 let tampa have a crack at it so he had his chance and failed so in essence the reality is if this team leaves the market he's part of the reason they left because he wanted the the look in tampa he got what he wanted against the the wishes of what st pete had in the framework of and it didn't happen so if they leave He's part of the reason they left. So yeah. now he's coming out trying to say that, oh, well, we can get it done. No, you're not going to get it done. There is no way to get that done. He's lying to people. You're talking Sorry, about Christman, right? you're Mayor doing. Christman? No, the, uh, was it Hagen or? Oh, Ken yeah. Hagen? Right. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I, I think 
uh, I think Chrysler has uh, really a lot of leverage right now because they can develop that 100-plus acres of land with or without the raise. If they develop it without the raise, they make a lot more money the, than developing the, the only The only way I see the, the, the Montreal uh, proposal working is if Sternberg puts all the money in to build the stadium himself. Because if, because if that's not – why would anyone spend the money to build a new stadium for half a season? Yeah. When, when they, they were, weren't willing to do it to keep the team full-time yeah. for a full season. What well, that also uh, tells me, too, if you said that's his – it could be his only option as an owner, that means there may be a sale of the team on the horizon because I think it would be such a black eye to lose a professional sports team. Talk to Washington. Talk to mm-hmm. Montreal. Talk to Indianapolis. Talk to let, you know Cleveland. Let me, talk- ask, let me ask this question. What if – let's just say for the sake of argument, the Rays – win the World Series. Now is there another option? I mean would, would that would that okay. change would uh, that would that now make everyone more eager to keep the team full time and build a new stadium if yep. they won the World Series? That's a good question but good topic. What will the fan attendance be if they win the World Series? Yeah, but look what happened in Miami. Yeah, they shredded it. Well, they got rid of everyone. Though. That's a little different yeah, but scenario. They got their stadium. They got their stadium. Yeah, but, yeah, but the but, team but the team stinks. It's a badly run organization. Yeah, but to your point to your point, they shredded the team. That's what this team does every year. Do you not think if they won the World Series, they wouldn't reshuffle the deck again? Of course they would. Well, but, not gonna, just because they win the World Series doesn't mean they're going to keep the team intact. They don't. They've never done that with a team that went went all the way to the World Series in the past. But at least with this team, they keep good enough players where the team is still competitive. With Miami, both times, they dumped everyone, and the team went from being world champions to being horrible. Well, let me ask you this, Jason. What would you rather have? A team that has won two world championships and rebuilds after both, or a team that has won no championships and is mediocre and a couple good years and then mediocre again. I would, ra- I would rather have. a team. Gonna leave. I would rather. Leave. I would rather a team win consistently over a long period of time than have than- two championships. What? Okay, the oh, two championships on, and there's nothing. Else. Okay, those championships were when? When was the last championship? Two thousand. How? Well, let me ask this question: How do you think the people in Miami feel about the Marlins? Do you think they're passionate about them? No, they don't go to the games. Okay, they. I mean, they say, yeah, we won two but championships. They don't go to the so games what? here either. Come on, Jason. I understand. It's the same argument. Well, Maybe it's they, not a baseball just, market, but the point is, I'm I, just saying they've won two championships. Now, yeah. how they did it. And then what they did afterward is their business. They I just won have, two, and they got a brand-new state-of-the-art stadium. And you, We've won none, have a dump stadium, and have a team that wants to leave. But if you Period. talk about the black eye of a team leaving, and, and it is, it's difficult. But imagine how big a black eye it would be if the team were to win a World Series and then shortly after that leave. That would be an even bigger black eye. It would eye. be a bigger black eye, and it would be a bigger black eye on the, the people that are trying to get the stadium to stay here. Bill, we take a breath. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's fine. And I think uh, with respect to the Marlins, I mean, you could you could say the proof is in the pudding because the fact of the matter is they got their two championships and they also got a new stadium. And as bad as anything that goes on down there, guess what? They're not going anywhere. That's right. And, and you mm-hmm. could make the same argument uh, relative to what was just discussed with the Buccaneers, couldn't you? We got one championship in 40 years. And we're pretty damn happy that we got it. Wouldn't we rather have it than not? Because the bulk of their existence, aside from... Mediocre. You're exactly right. Yeah, aside from the dominant defense, which was one of the greatest defenses in the history of the NFL, 
for, for the better part of 10 years, aside from that little time in 30 years, the rest of the 30 years has been probably less than mediocre, right? Yeah, you know, I, I, I don't know. I'm yeah, just, I don't know. I, I got to say, I'm just tired. I'm just tired of people saying, gosh, we have a really good team in Tampa, but we've never won anything. I'm just, I'm just getting to that point where I've, where I've kind of had well, it. I you, want us to win a championship. It's, it's I want difficult. them to continue to build this team so that they do get something done here and get some kind of stadium issue done. And maybe winning and getting deep in the playoffs does that this year. Well, I don't know. And if a championship does bring the new stadium, hey, I'm, I'm all yep. for it. I'm, I'm just saying I, I, it, it's difficult to win a championship. I guess if, I would rather have the majority of seasons be good winning seasons than you have one great memorable season and then nothing else. Because to me, everything, that great moment, as great as it is as that time, It'll fade away in time. It will fade away, and then eventually we'll be left with, man, you know, this this really stinks. I, I want to get back to winning. I still have my Super Bowl ticket, my Super Bowl hat. Hey, I, I understand. It's it's a great moment. Yeah. But, okay, that was then. The, the years go on, and now, you know, so what do we have right now? What have we had to show for it since yeah. then? Well, I think I think the reality is, and, well, hey, my reality is that when you talk about pro sports, the object is to win championships, not to field Thank really you. good teams. Thank you very much. Amen. And, and like I've said before, I think if you take all four major sports, I think you can take a handful of teams from each league, literally a handful, maybe six or seven in the best case scenario that are actually trying to win championships. Mm. That's it. I'm sorry, but that's, you know why? Because they don't have to. They're making They're money. They're still making enough money. That's right. Yeah. So they don't have to. They can give you the illusion that they are. They can do all kinds of things, you know. And, and to your point, I'm not sure. I've never met. We, we've never talked before. The, the voice I'm listening to. That Marshall, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But let me tell you something else. The, I'm tired of hearing about how great analytics are because you know yep. what? I'm no with you. Anything with analytics. Nothing. Not one championship. Yeah. Amen. Anyway, Bill, great comments. Great right? call. Thanks. Thanks. Good call. Thanks, Bill. Hey, uh, we got time for Hank or you want to go to break? We got uh, a break. break. It's the top of the hour break. It'll be a long one. You sure? Yep. All right. All right. Hank, hang on. We're going to give you a couple minutes on break. Uh, give you a chance to digest everything we've talked about on Tampa.com. AM 860. The answer. News, insight, passion. AM 860. The answer. There's no place like this place anywhere near this place, so this must be the place. That's what they've been saying about the Palm Pavilion since 1926. The Palm Pavilion on the north end of the sparkling beach is a Clearwater Beach landmark. Situated directly on the beach overlooking the Gulf of Mexico, the Palm Pavilion is the place to order cool tropical drinks and watch spectacular sunsets. Tempt your taste buds with perfect pasta. Sizzling steaks, chicken or seafood wraps, shrimp and crab chowder. Come for a day or stay for the night. A casual atmosphere featuring live entertainment on the deck. The Palm Pavilion Inn and Beachside Grill and Bar on sparkling Clearwater Beach. Visit them on the web at palmpavilion.com or better yet, visit in person. 10 Bay Esplanade on the north end of Clearwater Beach. The Palm Pavilion Inn and Beachside Grill. News, insight, passion. FM 93.7, AM 860, W229DJ, WGUL, Dunedin, The Answer. 
With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. President Trump says Democrats are wrong to label him a racist. White House correspondent Greg Cluxton reports. Some of the Democratic 2020 presidential candidates are calling Donald Trump a racist and white supremacist, something the president denies. I don't like it when they do it because I am not any of those things. I think it's a disgrace. He also says that strategy proves that Democrats are desperate. The president says Democrats resort to charges of racism when nothing else works. Greg Clugston, the White House. A Florida lawmaker and attorneys for some of Jeffrey Epstein's accusers say they will continue to seek justice despite the financier's death by suicide in his New York jail cell. State Senator Lauren Book has pushed for an investigation into the lenient treatment Epstein received while serving a sentence on prostitution solicitation charges in the state of Florida. This is SRN News. Paul Porter here with Pastor Craig from Grace Family Church. And uh, Pastor... uh, Let me first say that it's an honor to have you here. It's taken a church like Grace to get me to endorse a church on the program. Wow, I'm honored to hear that, and it's good to be here, Paul. Well, it's good to have you here. And one of the things that I like is at Grace, you talk about things that are really timely for today's world. Well, you know, everyone needs help for everyday life and everyday problems, and the Bible is full of everyday answers uh, for those Mm -hmm. problems. And we we keep it simple. We even provide an outline because a lot of people like me didn't have a Bible background, so all the scriptures are right there so people can fall right along with the message, whether you've known anything about God for one year or 40 years. You know, know, we realize a lot of people just want to know, how do I fix it? They know it's broke, but how Mm -hmm. do I fix my marriage, fix my children, my life? And and we really believe God has some practical answers for us. Well, again, thanks, Pastor Craig. We look forward to having you on the program real soon to talk for a whole couple of hours about sports. Grace Family Church. Just try it. Just try grace.com. If you've been involved in an auto or motorcycle or bicycle accident or any situation where you've been injured by the negligence of another, call the law offices of Papa and Guyp at 727-461-4357 or 813-983-7890. When you meet personally with trial attorneys Dave and Stan, you'll know why I endorse them to be your attorneys. Visit PapaandGuyp.com. That's P-A-P-A-A-N-D-G-I-P-E.com. Papa and Guype, the official law firm of the home team. Left side! 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 It's time for the home team on FM 93.7 and AM 860, The Answer. The home team is brought to you in part by the law firm of Papa and Guype. Visit PapaandGuype.com. By Advent Health Center Ice off I-75 at State Route 56 in Wesley Chapel. By Grace Family Church, just try it. By Vermost Insurance. By Mahoney's Auto Repair. By the Palm Pavilion on Clearwater Beach. By the Positive Coaching Alliance. By Casper's Company McDonald's Restaurants. And by AmeriFirst Mortgage. And now, the arena voice of the Tampa Bay Lightning, Orlando Magic. And the press box voice of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, here's Paul Porter. And welcome back to the Home Team Sports Show. I'm Marshall Shields. Jason Alessi, John Bychek here, uh, talking a lot of sports. Uh, some good calls today and uh, some good uh, fodder for future questions uh, <laughs> that, that popped up. So we're going to go straight to my good friend, Hank. Uh, Hank, good morning. How are you? Oh, wait. Good afternoon. Hello. Well, how well, okay. I, I translate that. I, I can't. Hello. <laughs> Hank, can you hear us? Phone issues there, I think. Got some phone issues. Well, how big old boy are you? 
I don't know what I need to what I need to do. Well, we'll he'll he'll call back. Yeah. Uh, that's an inside joke. But hey, you uh, I know you probably remember the old Roy D. Mercer clips on the oh, radio. Yeah. <laughs> well, how big old boy are you? I mean, I'll come through that radio station and is a uh, you know. So Hank and I do uh, impressions uh, mm-hmm. like that nice. time. So it's fun. Uh, you know, we just talked uh, uh, offline and and. Uh, uh, next press conference, somebody needs to say, what does it take? What's it going to take to keep the team here? What are the, um, what do the numbers have to do? I mean, cause they're making money off the advertising. What do you want Stu? Yeah. That, that's what, that's what I think is all fans. What yeah. we would like to know. Do you need 20,000 a game? Yeah. Do you need us to pay for 50% of the stadium? What do you need from this area in order to make it work? Cause you never tell us what you want. You always tell tell us what you don't want. Well, and now I guess, according to him at least, yeah, you don't know this for sure, but uh, he seems to have closed his mind to only one option, yeah. and that's playing half the games here, which I st- still think is, is kind of an absurd idea. We think of the, all the question marks that, that, that you have to ask about what's going to happen. Well, first, what part of the seasons are they going to play what? Uh, uh, if the team makes the playoffs, okay, what are they going to do there? Who, who, where are they going to play? Here or Montreal? And the other thing is, you know, he's not going to come out and say, "Well, this was a bad idea." So now we're going to get force-fed this idea for the rest of the time that they're here until they make a decision, because he's going to have to try to sell this because he's the, they're the ones that came up with it. So he's convinced it's the only viable alternative. So that's all we're going to have to listen. And to. he's selling it to Major League Baseball. That's what I'm saying. He's so selling he's, it. He's going to be out there in theory. I don't know how this would work, but in theory, in small markets, there there could conceptually be something like this that might work. But you'd almost have to shorten the season. I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do. but And I don't know how you split. You split Kansas City into Omaha. You split some of the smaller market uh-huh. teams. I, I don't know. I think one of the things you would do is do it like the European soccer and do two leagues, the Premier League and the other league. But any way you look at it, the Tropicana Field is the worst stadium in professional baseball, period. You've got to get a stadium somehow or another at some length or some size, not just close off the top deck to make it look like you got more than. You got to have a roof, though. Yeah, down here you yeah. have to have a roof. You it, cannot play in the heat and the rain down here. This, that will never work. Yeah, well, yeah, I agree. But I mean, I don't know what the alternative is because nobody wants to build it. Nobody wants to pay right. for it. You know, yeah. and, and 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 the other thing about this this proposal with with the half here and half in Montreal, how do you get the fan? I mean, if you already have an issue with fans getting them. Fired up, excited, what what have you, to go out to the game, which which many don't do. So so, do you really think that now, if you're going to share a team with another city in another country, okay, and now the team is in a way going to feel like it's not truly ours? How is that possibly going to get people more fired up or more energized to go to the park to support? Well, them? And the other thing that, I, that was frustrating to me about that, Jason, and I agree with you, is that. You didn't really even give us the logistics of the whole thing. How are you going to work the playoffs? What part of the year are you going to do this? When are you going to go? When are you going to come back? How's it all going to work? You didn't even tell us. You just threw this idea at us and went, oh, this is a great idea. Yeah, I still think the uh, Players Association will have a lot. That's going to be an issue there. You know that the players and the the managers and other people involved with the organization, uh, people who work for the team, you know, that's another thing. And and another caller had brought this up. Uh, You know, people who work at Tropicana Field, that's going to decrease their their work hours yep. by half. You're right. Cut okay. It in half. So they're going to have a problem with that. A lot of people. This is going to be an issue. Yep. It's going to be. Uh, it's going to be something else. I think we've got them at least three more years would be my minimum because that's twenty twenty three twenty four time frame. They'll have to make a decision, something or another. Uh, but a lot of people say, well, we got the lease all the way through twenty twenty seven. 
if this Montreal experiment doesn't work out, I think there may be somewhere where they'll try to buy the But isn't it awful that we're playing really good competitive baseball right now? And we're focused more on yeah. whether they're going to be here in five years yeah. than we are about that, and that's, what's going on and, in the playoff and, picture and who's pitching today. And it's a shame, and, but I mean, I, I guess as a fan support, you got you, you you think about that because you look at the bigger picture. Boy, do, you know, do I want? I mean, yeah, I want to enjoy it now, but it's 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 like if I know they're going to be gone, it's going to be short lived. It's going to be even if they make the playoffs, say if they win the World Series and then goodbye. The, all the the great the joy is going to be very short lived. Yeah, I agree with John though. Losing a, a sports franchise is a devastating blow to your area because it you don't get them back usually. Yeah. I mean, maybe in some you cases, know, Washington you did and Cleveland you did, but I mean, Thrashers, we're just not. Uh, the Thrashers just, came back. They lost the Flames. They came back, but then they still didn't. Then they support. lost again. Well, they, they went to again. now the the win they became the new Winnipeg Jets. So, yeah. I mean, now now in football, I know of course uh, the ball. You know, the Colts moved from Baltimore. They got the Ravens, you know, when, when Cleveland, ironically, the Browns moved, moved there. And, uh, of course, L.A. lost teams, got it back. But they're, they're a big market, so you kind of yeah. expected them that, to get it back. That, it, it, that's the underlying biggest challenge in the area is the density of the population around the stadium. Mm-hmm. The biggest and challenge. We the just, fact that we talk about every time we talk about this and not having any mass transit at all. Yeah. And, and that, that, to me, is, is one of the biggest issues. When I was in Washington and went to a game up there, there was 15,000 people on the subway going to games. I do have to wonder. If there was rail coming across the water, I guarantee the attendance would go up 5,000 to 10,000. But I also do have to wonder about the financial situation of a lot of people who live there, especially when there are two other professional sports teams. And there's the Bucks and the Lightning, which many people in the area support. I just don't know that this is an area where enough people make enough money that they can support all of those teams. And especially in baseball, when you play significantly. Uh, more games. I agree with you in um, a way, and I understand what you're saying, but the Bucks and the Lightning play almost at the same time. Okay, mm-hmm. there's nothing going on from April until August except but, baseball, unless but, the Lightning are in the playoffs. But if many people in the area spend their money right. on the Bucks and the Lightning, they may not have the money to spend it as well on the race. Yeah, we just don't have the corporate. I don't yeah. think we have the corporate people I have here. Heard, uh, I have heard some high-powered individuals say the tax base in, in Hillsborough County and Pinellas is just difficult to support three professional sports teams, and uh, that's, certainly, uh, um, that's, it, that's certainly a challenge, you know. So, uh, We'll uh, open the phone. The phones are open, 289-1860, Hillsborough County, toll-free, 877-969-8600 here in the area. We uh, got a lot on the table today. It's your opportunity to talk. Uh, You know, you look at, uh, you know, what's going on with – preseason and whether they're going to just really take that to the next level. I mean, people seem to be pretty happy about what happened last night. One one issue that we we did not bring up yet was um, Vita Vea, okay, injured again. Now, last season, same thing. He was injured. I believe he was injured before the first preseason game last year. He missed significant time. Again, this year, injured in practice before even the first preseason game. I think they're projecting him maybe six to eight weeks. What was the injury? I think it was a knee sprain. Knee. Which was was that was that something along those lines last year? It had to do yeah. with the leg, knee. I'm just cons- I'm re- I'm really concerned. I got this one written out right here because that's the second time, and this guy's a big human being. And when you try to do the things that he does, and your knees are bad, injury prone, knees and feet. Yeah, as far as offensive and defensive linemen are very difficult to get over, and and he's it really scares me because I think this guy could be a difference maker. But I'm not sure we're ever really going to get the chance to see it that, yeah. playing at, at, at a top performance and, because of his injury. And some players are just, have just are just like that. They're very talented. When they're healthy, they're very good. 
But, um, uh, you know, again, if, if they're not available to be on the field, if you can't count on you know, the injury. I mean, I'm hoping the Levante David thing is just something that they're just keeping right. out precautionary, but yeah. you don't know that, too. That's another big piece to the puzzle. Right, and, of course, in, in JPP, Jason yep. Pierre-Paul is going to be out at least till October, and we'll have to see there. That's, you know, that's a serious injury there. So the, those are, um, you know, those are key blows to our defense. And if we can have some of those players there – to a defense that um, really struggled last season, what 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 does that mean for us? And yeah. we're going to have to wait and see. But uh, you know, again, well, Vita Vea... again, we don't have depth. So that the no. hardest thing is is when you when you don't have depth and you have a lot of guys that get injured. I mean, that that's where I think the the real strength is going to come in. And Bruce Arians is he going to be able to, like you said, Jason, find some pieces to fit in and get these guys ready to play well, these and, are these and improve this football? Team. Now, and I guess with, with the new scheme, the three four, the Todd Bowles. Uh, relies on it. Maybe it's it's less dependent on specifically the defensive linemen. Maybe you got a lot of blitzes in there with the linebackers, so maybe you can mix in and even some of the safeties and corners going after it. Maybe that that makes a difference. But still, when you're bottom line, Vegas has us at six point five wins and said we have no depth. I think Madden with yeah, the, the, the Madden came. Matt, yeah. the Madden game came out. What's it? Five wins or something like that. Yeah. Uh, so um, let's go to Hank. Hank's on the line, brother. Come on, big dog. What's up? <laughs> I got ready to throw some. Well, how big a boy are you? <laughs> <laughs> I schooled uh, Jason and Marshall on the old uh, Roy Darn Mercer, buddy. How y'all doing today? We're good. doing well, Very good. What's going on? Hey, listen, I'm not really real prepared. I was I was going to call and talk a little bit about the Bucks. Um, Fire away! That's what we want. Yeah, that's all we're talking about this day. I saw the last part of the game when uh, Ryan Griffin was in, and then I saw some highlights early on. You know, listen, the bottom line is, and you just touched on it, JB, and Vegas hit it right on the head. They cannot afford for one main guy to go down because it's not like they're not like Alabama where they can just stick somebody else in there. So, you know, listen, if they can stay healthy, they might be able to make some noise, but. That's a big if. Yeah, no, you're That's absolutely right. Like, Supposedly, Alabama, they're like three deep at every single spot with yep. quality four-star, five-star, six-star recruits at every single spot. Their, their second and third team could beat a lot of colleges, man, I'm telling you. Yeah, there's no question. Um, but, that you know, touching on them, if you want to, I'm sure nobody wants to talk about Alabama football down here, but they're going to be better than they were last year. Well, they're gonna have to be a lot better if we beat Clemson because Clemson stacked as well. I just like would like to see it's, it's it, it could very well be Alabama versus Clemson again. I would like to see other teams in the mix. Um, you know, obviously it's it, the Alabama. Unless you're a fan of those teams, I think it gets old after a while. Um, you know, we'll, we'll wait and see. But we, it'd be pretty cool to see Oklahoma and Alabama with Jalen Hurts against Tua. Yeah, that'd be, be, be really interesting. Yeah, that'd be. But we did talk about some college matchups early. I mean, I think the college matchups early in the season. Well, Florida, Florida, Alabama. Um, excuse me, Florida, Miami, mm-hmm. uh, 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 August twenty fourth. Okay, that's kind of this the week before the other teams uh, get started. That's going to be in Orlando. That's a big matchup right off the get go. You know, Florida had a very good year in Dan Mullen's first year. They won ten games. Miami struggled, and then Mark Richt unexpectedly. Um, resigned, so now they're handing it over to uh, Manny Diaz, the defensive coordinator there. Don't know really how good they're going to be, of course, is keeping in state. You know, Florida State, Willie Taggart's got a lot of pressure on him. Uh, they, it was a disappointment last year. 
Um, he's still working to get his recruits in there, but obviously they're they're going to be and, and Marshall, you're a, a Florida State fan. They're going to be ex- expecting at least significant improvement. Maybe they're not they're not national championship material, but you need to show significant improvement yeah, there. They, they need to play better. Yeah. Bottom line, and, and to, USF, you know, had a great start to last season and then ended up losing the yeah. last six games. That was a big disappointment. So they're expecting uh, more improvement there with uh, with Charlie Strong. The other contender, though, Jason, is Georgia. Georgia's yeah, loaded. Georgia's loaded. So that yeah. could be the third team, I think, yeah. in the mix. Texas is right there, too. So mm-hmm. there you go. I think there might be somebody. And there's always year. there's always the other teams that we don't see coming that mm-hmm. surprises people. Yeah. And there's always going to be those. That's kind of what makes it exciting. Of course, you know, I, I know I had mixed feelings about going to the 14 playoff um, because I felt it, you know, it might take away a little bit of the importance for the regular season. But at least it gives other teams chances to get in and, you know, to, to, to you know, to, to get and in we there. We were talking earlier. Games. Isn't it nice to see some early you, good football matches? Yeah. You left out the national champs, UCF. Yeah. Hank, Hank, we uh, great conversation. We're going to send you a gift card. I'll make sure Paul gets you a gift card for calling in, big guy. All right. You guys have a good one. Take care. You too, Hank. Thank you. Thanks. Uh, you want to do the break before Casper's Company? All right. We're going to do Casper's Company Player of the Week uh, when we come back on AM860. The Answer. Find us online at theanswertampa.com. Greetings, I'm Bob Canigliaro with Casper's Company McDonald's Restaurants. I want to take this next minute to thank you for tens of thousands of incredible, unrepeatable moments that you have blessed me with over my nearly 42 years under the arches. The laughter of moms and dads with their kids over a happy meal, the noise of the teams gathering after the big game, the tears dropped witnessing new general manager car keys being presented to a former Fry Guy kid, and the crowning of the Teachers of the Year we've sponsored for three decades. Since 1958, it has been about how we can better serve you. Not just a better meal and experience, but a better neighbor, a better employer, and a contributor to the many causes that are meaningful to you and have helped to grow Tampa Bay. Thank you all for the joy I've witnessed and have been a part of for so long. Can't wait till tomorrow. Jamie Brown, who's the Southeast Regional Manager of AmeriFirst Mortgage, is your one-stop mortgage representative. Jamie's been our partner with the home team for over eight years now, specializing in renovation loans for purchase or refinance, manufactured homes, and first-time homebuyer loans with FHA and VA loans. He's also your guy to call if you're looking for career opportunities in a strong, family-valued culture in the mortgage field. If you're looking for anything mortgage-related, call Jamie at 727-637-2341, NMLS number 166075. Looking for newer used golf clubs and balls? Stop by T&D Golf at 4205 West Waters Avenue, a half mile west of Dale Mabry. Brand name clubs at discount prices. T&D has the best repair facility with the largest selection of grips in stock. Hundreds of sets of gently used clubs, a large selection of putters and wedges, and the best selection of quality used golf balls in Florida. Open Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. and on the web at tndgolfstores.com. Great family fun is waiting for you at Advent Health Center Ice in Wesley Chapel. Ice skating for everyone, from open skating to lessons, hockey teams, league and pickup games. Skate rental is available, and you'll find a full restaurant and snack bar. Did you know that many NHL players and Olympic hopefuls train at Advent Health Center Ice? 
This state-of-the-art facility even has a complete pro shop and performance center. You can skate on or rent one of three NHL-sized rinks, the Olympic-sized rink, or the junior rink. For more information on this fabulous 150,000-square-foot, two-story facility, visit www.adventhealthcenterice.com. Visit them on Facebook at Advent Health Center Ice. It's all waiting for you just off I-75 at State Route 56 in Wesley Chapel. Come and enjoy all the fun Advent Health Center Ice has to offer for your entire family just minutes from anywhere in the Tampa Bay area. And welcome back to the Home Team Sports Show. We're going to go with Casper's company, McDonald's Player of the Week. Uh, yes, and uh, uh, this week we're uh, we're honoring uh, Jessica Perez. Jessica Perez is actually um, uh, she is a training manager in the uh, the Tampa Bay area. And Jessica was a, a three sport athlete at uh, Tampa Catholic High School as a multi sport athlete uh, at TC. Jessica says she was coached by some incredible coaches, which resulted in several district and regional championships, including three trips to the state finals. Uh, Jessica began playing uh, uh, slow pitch, but uh, she transitioned to fast pitch in college and received a scholarship to play for the St. Thomas University in Miami. Her work after graduation as a physical education teacher and athletic director in Tampa is where a love of coaching was born. She coached at Gaither High School in Tampa for seven years and helped the team to multiple district, regional, and one state title. The 1996 a 6A state championship team also won the Tampa Sports Authority's Amateur Team of the Year Award. Jessica uh, has worked for the city of Tampa in a management role overseeing 150 staff as well as 40-plus uh, facilities and parks. This love of sports continues with Jessica coaching and delivering camps to a wide range of athletes of athletes and uh, here Jessica talks about um, how the uh, PCA training work uh, has uh, led to a lifelong positive impact on young athletes because what we believe is it's all about the messaging of you know not just a better athlete but also a better person and that comes from the idea that what we're going to do is we're going to utilize things like effort and that effort is way more important than a scoreboard right that Winning is very important, but the life lessons kids learned are equally important and that we must, must, must to keep kids in the game and to keep kids actively engaged and growing, we're going to be in a development zone where we're all on the same page, working through those positive messages and creating positive experiences and meaningful sports experiences through the PCA messaging. So that's kind of what we do as trainers. And again, we'd like to congratulate Jessica Perez uh, this week's uh, Casper's Company McDonald's uh, High School Athlete of the Week as uh, as a trainer in the Tampa Bay area, Tampa Bay area, helping uh, many of the young athletes uh, succeed. So, congratulations to Jessica Perez. And um, if you'd like to find out how you could donate or help the uh, Positive Coaching Alliance, here's how. Join our team by donating to Positive Coaching Alliance. Just go to keepkidsinthegame.org and click donate. That's keepkidsinthegame.org and click donate. And welcome back uh, to the Home Team Sports Show. Uh, Marshall Shield, Jason Alessi, John Bicek trying to fill Paul Porter's shoes. Uh, Not easy. We've had some great calls in, and we're going to go straight to Kirk. Kirk, good afternoon. How you doing, guys? Hey, I just was glad with that raised win last night. Um, I just want to make a comment. I, I, I had a funny story occur. I, I had a friend come in, and we went to watch a Rays game. It was when the Red Sox were in on that Monday night. And uh, I told my friend we'll get a couple tickets, uh, if, you know, at the gate. He goes, oh, we'll just grab them from a scalper. Do you know how hard it is to find a scalper at a Rays game? 
<laughs> they're not they're not many you're right interesting yeah no, there was actually one guy working that game he had two tickets they were lower level he wanted 100 bucks each for the tickets he had nothing and uh you know i mean these guys you know we talk about everybody else these scalpers are hurting here they're not yeah. making any money because there's nobody going to the games there either. Well, the uh, so would... mobile tickets have hurt them as well. Uh, te- teams aren't printing tickets anymore, and that hurts them because they like to have it. It's very difficult to print a text or text a picture. And uh, the the tickets to the Bucks practice tomorrow, you can't take a screenshot. You have to have the actual text because it – it moves. It's live or something. You're absolutely and I, right. And I'm so uh, that that is just so ridiculous to me. I, I hate that. I Jason, hate that. We, I finally agree with you on something. Yes, I'm <laughs> yeah. very well, happy. We, we, I don't like it either. You know, we're not I getting, like the paper tickets. We're not getting our tickets at all these But you know, when we got them, uh, when we got Bucks tickets for many years, we um, we would often take them down to one buck place and have them printed out. Well, last year uh, I, I didn't go. My mom went. You know, I was at work. She went to try to get him. Uh, they were they first refused to do it. I did and the she same ra- thing. She raised all kinds of heck with them and said that this is uh, unacceptable and ridiculous. I did the same Finally, thing with they the did lightning. Them, but, but they're they're basically trying to tell her, well, yeah, after, they're just we're not going to do this I anymore. I did the same thing with yet, the lightning. Yet for a walk up customer, someone who goes up to the box office right before the game, you, do you think they the, print a ticket? Yes, they do. They give them a printed ticket for that but they're going to make it more complicated yeah. for everyone else. Kirk, the other thing, too, I, just as a suggestion, and I, uh, a little bit more mobile than Jason, we've been going to a lot of games late. The game time or StubHub, and game time is dynamic. The closer it gets to the game, mm-hmm. the tickets automatically go lower. And uh, you could just pop that up on your phone if you get that app. Well, that's just it. You can buy them, like you said, and they're right there on your phone, right? Yeah. You can stand there by the turnstile yeah. and buy tickets and then just walk in. Walk in. So, as a well, suggestion. I'm, I'm an old school guy, okay? I'm old school. I agree. I like my paper <laughs> ticket, okay? Me no, too. No, no, no. I'm the same way. Yeah, but if you want to go last so, minute and there's scalpers are trying to give you a $100 ticket that they're going to get, you probably got it for 20 bucks. would be my guess, and walked in, right? Well, I had a conversation with him, and it was pretty bad. He he was telling me, I thought, like, because I joked to my friend when he came down, and he used to be a, a sports writer at national level. He could not believe I said, well, look for that one scalper joking to him. And sure enough, there was one guy by first. There was nobody else anywhere around. Yeah. No. So it's, it's pretty bad. And, I mean, you know, it's like on, on Wednesday afternoon, I went to the game, and I went up, I bought one of the $15 senior tickets. But, um, but again, there was nothing out there. Yeah. So it's it's there's not well, you can tell if you're only selling less than ten thousand tickets, there's not a flood of tickets out there uh, to get. Yeah, and they've only got a couple thousand season ticket holders that are the ones that sell them to scalpers, and the because they're mobile now, the scalpers have to have them electronic, and they don't print them. It's really tough to get. You're exactly right. Uh, let's see yeah, what very happens. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Well, good to see you going to the games. Uh, you know, my wife and I are the same way. We're just catch quite a – we've probably been to 15 games already this year. I was at the 1 o'clock game Wednesday, and, uh, uh, you know, we just uh, didn't answer the mail. That was a rough game. Yeah, that was a rough, rough game. game. Very, very kind of boring. I, I went because I wanted to watch McKay. I think he's one year away. And, uh, and I think if he can give him five innings in every outing right now, that helps him at least stay in this hunt. I agree uh, 100%. Great. Kirk. I'm still looking for that Rays-Mets World Series. I think that's what we're looking at. Easy now. We're going to be the Rays or the Braves, brother. I think it's yeah. the Mets. They're coming. Uh, I don't know, John. You might that, get that'll, your be wish the Sternberg, that'll be the Sternberg series, I guess. John, that way. John you might get your wish. Yeah. The Braves look pretty good. good. Weekend, guys. All right, buddy. Thanks, Thanks. Kirk. Uh, that opens up some lines for us. 289-1860 in Hillsborough. 
toll free anywhere in our listing area, 877-969-8600. You know, it brings up an interesting point. You know, the scalpers have uh, virtually, uh, they got to go get go to work somewhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they can't uh, uh, get the tickets anymore. I've got one guy that I get my tickets printed like you do. I get my mm-hmm. lightning tickets printed, and I just picked up my Bucks printed tickets. I like to have them printed for, just for the simple fact that if I want my family members or somebody to go or, I, or you know, that I can just give them tickets, like Jason was saying, I can just give hand them a ticket rather than have to email well, them or text well, them. Well, that's the thing. Often the time when do. we go to the games, we go with other people. We don't travel together. We right. don't travel together. So we get them the ticket. They can go at their convenience. If you're not going to have a printed ticket, if it's on someone's phone, I mean, how do you do that if you're you're, you're going in different places? I, I guess you email it to yeah, their you, phones. You do a text right. picture. But, but, There's ways to do I, it. I guess I guess the 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 overall point, okay, to this is. So nowadays, to go to a sporting event, you have to have a phone. Pretty much. A smartphone. So it's not about the, having the money to spend for a ticket. If you don't have a smartphone, you can't go to a sporting event. That idea, in the the principle of it, to me, is wrong. Well, that's not I, – I mean, I get what you're saying, but it's – I mean, you see a lot of people showing up. They print tickets at home and bring them now. They'll get them through email, and they print them. You see a lot of people walk up mm. with pieces of paper that are printed tickets. Right. But it's – it's still the same thing. You're getting them electronically, and then you're printing them there yourself. Yeah, um, John, one of the things I wanted to talk about was we were talking a little bit about the bullpen earlier, and one of the things I wanted to mention was I noticed the last few games I've been watching with, with the new relievers that they got and a couple different guys, I noticed that one of the things that this, this bullpen did before was they would get ahead of hitters, 0-2, 1-2, and instead of being able to throw that out pitch where the pitch is about a baseball off the plate, they're throwing pitches that are diving into the dirt or three or four baseballs outside, two or three in a row. The next thing you know, you're at a full count, and you don't have an out pitch anymore. Yep. With these new guys, I'm seeing these guys with this out pitch. They're getting ahead in the count. They're running them up in the zone, and they're throwing these 0-2 and 1-2 pitches that are good enough that the hitters are chasing. And that's why I think you're seeing a bigger difference, at least in these guys out of the bullpen with Pagan. I think Castillo's figured it out a little bit. Um, the kid they got from the Marlins. It, Anderson. he's got, Anderson's got that nice that, – that, fastball that can burn a, you know a baseball outside and that's what you got to have late in the innings is an out pitch and that's what these these raised pitchers weren't doing but that is actually baseball it's not analytics it's not throwing the slider yeah. in the dirt and having them go i agree and uh we just have to have some consistency and i think i i still think cash is having a great year don't get me wrong but my biggest beef with him is he takes morton out too soon he takes snell out too soon and he brings these guys in and then it just changes the whole rotation and they try to get them out that way you know my wife why is he throwing in the dirt? They're throwing in the dirt on purpose. Mm-hmm. They shouldn't be throwing on the dirt. They should be doing the out pitches like you're at. But, again, getting ahead of the count, uh, and I think that's one of the things that uh, – who got ahead of everybody? It was a kid from Toronto the other day yeah. during the game you went to. Got ahead he of was, every- He was like something like 19 out of 20 hitters was a first pitch first strike. First pitch strike. Yeah, absolutely. You know, And you look at that, it changes the complexity of how you're pitching 100%. You know? How does that work in terms – I mean, sometimes it's an organizational decision. It's not just on the manager. They'll, they'll put like, – like management will say, we want this particular pitcher at – however many pitches, and after that, we want you to take them out. Yeah. Right? I mean, does, does yeah. that work yeah. a lot of places yeah. sometimes? They're famous for it. The Rays are, yeah, and they're, they're tough to argue with because the things that they've done have worked. Yeah. The so, analytics. Yeah. But ultimately, <laughs> that seems to fly in the, fla- the face of logic about winning the game if but the I guy's doing well. The and- one thing I – you brought up the Morton thing, and the one thing I know Kevin Cash said, he he admitted he was wrong in taking Morton out, and, yeah. I, and I respect him for that, and I don't think he'll ever do that again. I think he'll understand this guy is my horse. I'm going to throw the analytics out the window on this one, and, and I'm going to let him go. Got it. One-game playoff, 
Morton's on the bump in far oh, yeah. time. Oh, One yeah. game playoff, uh, anybody else, I don't care how hot Well, and that's why I thought that, that win last night was so big, to get that game late, because today you got Morton going. Yeah. So if you get Morton going and you get and you get the second one tonight, you know, you're keeping everything going. Right. Um, okay. Oh, got Anthony on the line. I see that. Anthony, jump on, buddy. Hey, good afternoon, guys. Good afternoon, uh, Anthony. Good topics, good uh, good stuff to uh, to feed off of, man. But uh, here's my main question that, that is affecting the uh, Rays, and uh, I guess in a sense it was affecting the Lightning uh, prior to Mr. Vinnick uh, obtaining the team. That's uh, player recogni- recognition uh, to the fans. Uh, how many fans would actually, with so much players being released and, and just a, a, a overturning of players coming in and out uh, of the of the Rays. Uh, what uh, legitimate fan base does the team actually have due to the fact that uh, there have been these players have just barely knew you got you know Torino, you got Morton, Castillo, uh, pitcher guys, uh, you got Kiermaier. Kiermaier is probably the most recognizable. Uh, he he's pretty much a, a standout player on the on the Rays, as opposed to the roster of the of the current Lightning, even though. Some players have been let go, veteran players. But uh, I would remember, uh, I'll go back maybe prior to uh, 2010, uh, how many current Lightning fans now remember anybody from that, those years? That was with uh, the, or, or, or the uh, what, Barry and the Orrin Coolis when they the were the Cowboys, that, that, yeah. that, was, that, was kind of, that was real dysfunctional there. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I mean, only I would say, I would say, to be fair, I'd say probably about 40%. Of current Lightning fans can can recall players prior to 2010. Yeah, I agree with you, uh, Anthony. I think it's a if you look at the Rays, you don't really say anymore. Oh, I'm I'm really looking forward to going on and watching Evan Longoria play, or you know, and Snell did win the Cy Young, but I guarantee you, there's still a lot of people out there that don't know that. But I there there's just not a lot of recognition on that no, team, and I think it makes it that much better for what they've done. It's incredible. Well, yeah. and from a ball playing standpoint, that's correct. Anthony, from a people attending the stands, I think there's Paul mentioned that last week, and that was one of his topics last week. Are you going to come out to see Joey Wendell play? Mm-hmm. Is Joey Wendell a favorite player of somebody? Possibly. Uh, I don't know that it does that much, but the player recognition for long term, Kiermaier is probably the longest guy we've got. Um, Austin Meadows is having a good year, and uh, Darno. I mean, other than that, Charlie Morton. You know, I guess so. That I would argue, though, if, if if the bigger issue is if the team is winning. If the team is winning, to me, I think fans could pick up on who these players are, and they'll they'll remember them, or they'll they'll get to know them a lot quicker because the team is doing well. And I mean, I think that creates the the, the buzz and excitement. That should be the bigger issue than. Well, I mean, let's say, it, what if you have a team you know you know the 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 full lineup from head to toe and you've got it memorized 69 but, Braves uh, right. division championship but let's say but let's say that team is losing let's say the team is not very good I you, know, you, remember, know, you I know, don't remember the losing but, season but but people who let I me mean, let's say you know people who follow baseball they know the whole team but the team is not very good would you rather that or would you rather team okay I don't know a lot of the guys on this team but the team is doing very well and I think the fact that the team is doing well will give the fan the incentive okay to learn the, the new players' names, and uh, they'll pick up on it pretty quickly. But I think what makes well, this – oh, go ahead, Anthony. I'm sorry. No, well, here's my point, and, and, and I would say kudos to those few fans who actually go and are still going 
that shows you that their love is for the Rays and for the game itself. Those are the core players that have kept the team alive. The same thing with the Lightning prior to Mr. Vinick. Uh, Lightning fans who withstood the onslaught of the influx of uh, opposing teams' fans coming into the arena at the Ice Palace, uh, that showed the core fans that kept the, uh, the team alive and, and just the feel of hockey alive here in Tampa. Those are the fans that um, that deserve a lot of the credit, as like with, with the Rays fans who are going to the games now. Limited number as they are, uh, putting up with the wrong, with the ugly uh, ballpark, but still they're going there because for the love of the, for the love of the game and for the for keeping the team here. So you have to give those fans respect. Uh, I've got to share something with you real quickly. Uh, I walk around uh, lately. I, I, I broke I broke I brought down my uh, Darren Poopa uh, jersey and I wore it around last season, and I got mixed questions but from fans and you can pretty much tell if they were longtime lightning knowledgeable lightning fans right. or you know and uh they would question me who is darren poopa because he's not on the current lineup i'm saying well he's back in uh the, you know prior to the 96 our, game our for in so, our first playoff uh, team he was a goalie well yeah well you know i mean he, he even though he 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 was released uh, by uh, a popular team, uh, he, he the, the Lightning acquired him. He 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 um he did very very well as our goaltender back then. But uh, and then you have fans who re- do recognize who he is, and and you can start a good conversation. And you know those are uh, our longtime diehard uh, stuck around for for the duration of the up and down seasons with the, the with the Lightning. So that you know you got to give those kind of fans respect because you know they've gone through the the grit and the grind and just the suffering of uh, good times and then the uh, the the, you, the 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 enjoyment of good of uh, the, the suffering of bad times and the enjoyment of good times. So um yeah, I just I'm just wondering if if they do split the team with Montreal where where's where's the fan base is going to be at with the with the Rays? It just doesn't. I don't see how it works. I'm puzzling. Yeah, I just don't see how it's going to work. I mean, it's yeah. going to it's a it's a it's a, a split uh, loyalty to to the Bay Area, and it just it, to me it just doesn't it doesn't sell. I'm sorry. Just yeah. I I love baseball, but and I'm willing to sacrifice the distance to get there to watch them, but. Uh, if they're going to pull this one, I just—I don't know. I just—it's going to be hard to to to, to put a team that's half and half. A lot of uh, people know, feel half. that. A lot of people feel yeah. that way, big guy. Well, the more they win, the more it reminds me of the classic baseball movie, Major League. You got the owner that doesn't want him to win, and you got the GM that's out there rooting for him. You got a bunch of nobodies that seem to be able to getting it done night sure. after night after night, and they just keep it going. Um, you know the uh, the kid in Sandlot. Was on Fox News this morning. Oh. I don't know if he, I, I don't oh, know if you watched one. Uh, the one that did yeah. the s'mores, and he's an adult now. And the kid looked exactly like uh, like I love those old baseball. Oh movies. yeah, that was a those classic. old baseball movies were great. Anthony, we appreciate your calling, buddy. Hey, we appreciate guys. your passion, Thanks, buddy. Anthony. Thank you, sir. All hey, right, guys. we got a break coming up. We're uh, anywhere Hillsborough County two eight nine eighteen sixty. Toll free, anyone in our listing area, 877-969-8600 on Tampa.com and AM860. The answer. News, insight, passion. AM860, the answer. 
Affordable family fun is what you get with every Clearwater Threshers game at Spectrum Field. See the stars of tomorrow playing today in the Florida State League. There's lots of promotions, too, including Bring Your Dog Mondays, Saturday Fireworks, Concerts, Dollar Tuesdays, Tijuana Flats Taps and Taco Thursdays, and Brunch on Sundays. Find out more in the complete schedule by going to their website at threshersbaseball.com. Threshers Baseball, get hooked. Your number one home team fans, Auto Owners Insurance and Vermost Insurance Agency is a winning combination. We'll work with you to insure your home, auto, business, and life to keep everything you value safe, sound, and secure. Auto Owners Insurance, the no-problem people. Visit the Vermost Insurance Agency in Tampa Bay today at vermost.com. That's V-E-R-M-O-S-T dot com. Jamie Brown, who's the Southeast Regional Manager of AmeriFirst Mortgage, is your one-stop mortgage representative. Jamie's been our partner with the home team for over eight years now, specializing in renovation loans for purchase or refinance, manufactured homes, and first-time homebuyer loans with FHA and VA loans. He's also your guy to call if you're looking for career opportunities in a strong, family-valued culture in the mortgage field. If you're looking for anything mortgage-related, call Jamie at 727-637-2341. NMLS number 166075. If you're a barbecue lover, you gotta try Hank's Place. 8546 Northdale Mabry and Carrollwood, just 100 yards north of Waters Avenue. Ribs, pulled pork and chicken, wings, gator, catfish, shrimp, beef brisket, sausage and chicken tenders, and a whole lot more. It's all waiting for you, along with your favorite sides, including black-eyed peas, corn on the cob, fried green tomatoes, and fried okra. Some good eating's waiting for you at Hank's Place place to hang your hat and lick your fingers if you've been involved in a slip and fall been hit by a car as a pedestrian or maybe have been bitten by a dog or any situation where you've been injured by the negligence of another call the law offices of papa and guype at 727-461-4357 or 813-983-7890 when you meet personally with trial attorneys dave and stan you'll know why i endorse them to be your attorneys visit papaandguype.com that's P-A-P-A-A-N-D-G-I-P-E dot com. Papa and Guype, the official law firm of the home team. Paul Porter here. We're visiting today with Pastor Matt Roden, who is the teaching pastor at Grace Family Church. And I have to say, he is one of my favorite speakers. In fact, there's been a lot of buzz about town, about some of the messages, and very timely from what I understand. Man, we are just trying to provide real answers to questions that people are actually asking. You know, we talk a lot about real-life things that people struggle with, doubts and fears and struggles and anxieties about all kinds of topics and uh, really, we're just trying to jump in the conversation everyone in Tampa is already having, but add some spiritual perspective to that, give, give people some things to really think about. So it's some things that you can apply to your everyday Monday through Saturday life. It's not just something on Sunday. That's exactly right. We're, we're talking about Monday. That's what we're talking about every time we're talking to you on a weekend. This Sunday, you're invited to services at Grace Family Church, 930 and 1130 at any of their five area campuses. See what's in store at JustTryGrace.com. Um, for those guys to stretch out and be fairly efficient for the most part, should be available all of them tomorrow, so that's a good thing. But to do it and limit the damage that they did was, was really impressive. 
And welcome back to the Home Team Sports Show on uh, AM860, The Answer. We are uh, talking a lot of stuff. Rays, Lightning, Bucks, Antonio Brown, boxing coming up tonight? No, not that I know of, at least. Oh, you said there might be. Is it no no boxing tonight? Mm-mm. I don't wow. think so. I didn't see any in the sports. Isn't it well, nice to hear that clip from Kevin Cash talking about how the bullpen got the job done? I mean, uh, yeah. that, that changes things a lot. Are they moving away from the opener right now because of the bullpen and they're going to let Yarbrough and uh, Beeks and sounds like they need to stretch them out a little bit I mean like you said earlier John they're thin so you're going to have to try to stretch these guys out a little bit and hope you get some I don't know when Snell's return date yet is but it's got to be coming up and that was just coming back just a normal glass now too yeah glass now the tightness in the forearm does that lead to the labrum thing I don't know you know we've had it brought up by by people before do do players hurt themselves because they work out too much nowadays or do something to their body that it's it's caused more injuries than it used to cause Lou Pinella would probably say that I was talking to him the other day and he said you know they're all all wired and tight their muscles are tight those guys never worked out when the day I'm telling you maybe they should try try doing it that way again yeah. Maybe they they wouldn't get injured as much. Uh, I don't know. Um, you know, you look at uh, – just go back to the Lightning a little bit. And, uh, you know, with the team they've got, is, is Kucherov going to have the same year? Stamkos, you know, one year older. I don't think he's long in the tooth yet. Uh, but I think they absolutely, like Shatterkirk said, they've got something to prove. And uh, what they do this year is going to say a lot about the character of the team. Well, and again, see – the the problem is you don't know what it, that's going to be until the playoffs come around. They could have a great regular season, just like they did. Uh, I think it would be un, unrealistic to think they're going to win as many games as they did this past season because that tied a, tied an NHL record. But even if they have a great season, even if they're once again the number one seed uh, in the Eastern Conference, the number one seed in in the whole league. Until the playoffs begin and they could exercise the demons of what happened this past season to Columbus, we're not really going to feel comfortable as fans because, uh, God forbid, if they have another meltdown in the playoffs, then you're really going to have to start asking the question, okay, something is wrong and there do need to be significant changes because this just is not going to work. Well, here's what I want to see. I want to see this team playing meaningful games in February and March. Last year, they didn't play any meaningful games after February 1st. They were so far ahead in the standings. They were on such a roll. But what do you do? Because I mean, because you want them to win all the time. And I guess my point to that is if they if they get off to another great start and they've kind of locked things up early – but the NHL, I, the thing is that the NHL, I, I, so, I know what you're saying, but the NHL is different in the fact that the teams that get in at the bottom, you think they're the, the worst teams, but they're actually the teams that are playing the mm-hmm. best hockey going into the playoffs because they've been fighting for a playoff spot for the last month of right. the season. But, but how, see, how do the, if the Lightning talent wise are so far ahead of everyone else, but see, how that can, comes down to leadership. That's okay. what I think. It comes down to, you know, the Ryan Callahan's used to be like that. And, you know, they got to have somebody in that locker room mm-hmm. saying, you know, we're, we're not playing good tonight. We got to come out with I, some intensity. I guess the thing is sometimes it can be hard if you're that far ahead of the pack. Just the, the, the natural, yeah, natural thing would be natural to say, let's relax a little yeah. bit. You know, we we got the playoffs coming up. You know, we don't want to we, – we're, we're, we've got this. We don't want to get hurt. But you saw last year that this team can't exactly. flip the light switch. They can't flip the light switch and say, 
okay, now we'll go back to playing lightning hockey because we're in the playoffs. Didn't the, didn't the Giants win a Super Bowl when they were like the last seed? They had a 500 record. Yeah, the play- 2006, it's when they knocked off the uh, the, the Patriots, and the they, Patriots' undefeated season. And they had every game was on the road. Sure, they had they had to win. They, yeah, yeah. And what we've seen that happen with other teams well, the, where NHL, they have to win down the stretch and you get hot and then you, you carry that momentum into the postseason. Well, the NHL champion last year, the Stanley Cup champion, St. Louis Blues, were in last place in they January. They fired the coach. They in fired January. the coach. Yeah. yeah, last place. You know the silver lining behind the lightning debacle last year is my season tickets are paid for this year. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have to pay for playoff tickets. Is what paid, he's getting I at. In case them, you haven't figured it out, I paid them pay all up front, things. and uh, so that money's just sitting in my account. I'm like, I'm it's just static. I got about another ten percent. Yeah, I, I said it in the beginning, and Paul kind of gave me a little grief about it. He said, "Oh, you'll get excited again when September and October roll around." I said, "You know what?" I'll be enjoying watching them play, but I'm not. I, I agree with you, Jason. I'm not going to get excited again until right. this team wins a playoff series. Well, and, and when they win a playoff series, it's not that I won't be excited, but that's that they got to come out and prove to me again that they know what they're doing. And again, the whole thing about playoffs is is you have to be able to make adjustments. You have to adjust. You see what the other team is doing. If they're doing something that is um, you know causing you fits. Okay. The question then is, what are you going to do about it? Mm-hmm. Okay. And last year, it's like they were what lost. What are you going to do about well, it? Well, they were lost. I mean, they they, they yeah. just it's like no one knew what to do. I mean, Cordarella um, you know, threw some new things at them, and, the, and their players sure. executed, and we didn't make any changes. So mm-hmm. I mean, whether that's a you know a, you know a mental toughness thing, whether they just had gotten full of themselves because they had had a lot of success in recent years in the playoffs, and then did so well during the regular season, they just thought that they they were that much better than any. any they can just else? show up. I think uh, I'm giving Cooper about 15%. I'm giving the defense about 20% because we didn't score. I'm giving the offense about 40%. And Vasilevsky, I don't know if that adds up to 100 I just give 10%. I just give leadership the biggest thing because yeah. I think you just got to have that leadership to say – in that locker room, and whether it's on the locker room yep. or the coach. Well, yep. you saw and you saw Kucherov aside from from uh, not showing up, he lost his cool. He got that horrible penalty, mm-hmm. which got him suspended for game three. Yep. Maybe, maybe if he plays that game three, he, yes. they win game three, and then it's a different series. And things like that add up. Yeah, that, they, yeah. they kept snowballing. You know, him. the the other two thing if you think about, it, I think Strawman and Girardi were the two guys over the age of thirty. You look at Kucherov and Stamkos and Sergachev and Het. They're all under 30. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a young team that can be around. Braden Point. Uh, you know, yeah, <laughs> Braden Point better get paid here. Uh, Braden Point absolutely better get paid. Uh, I, I would start to question the Vasilevsky contract if Point doesn't sign and, and he's somewhere else. They're going to, well, they're going to sign They're going to sign him, but I would question that if that's in fact the case. The other one I like, too, is I like Yanni Gord. That guy is like my grandson. He has an on-off switch. He's either mm-hmm. on or he's off, and it's on. He, he's on the go, on the ice all the time. But the, I guess the thing that I have the hardest time, I want them to figure out, is the way they played all season long last year did not work in the playoffs. Agreed. So somehow they have to figure out what the difference is and why it worked in the regular season and why it didn't work. And in the to playoffs. me, that that mostly comes on coaching. The coach is the job. You're looking at this. You you determine what you're doing and why it's working. And if it's not working, then all of a sudden the playoffs. Okay, how do what do we need to change to make it work? And that's why with Cooper, he, he just wasn't able to make adjustments. Yeah, I mean, whether it means I don't know if it means resting more guys during the season a little bit longer or play in different lines together. But for some reason in the hockey, you have to be playing competitive games. 
the last month of the season going into the playoffs. That's and when point. the Lightning have had success, if you remember the year they went to the Cup, they didn't win the division. They, they were second, but they were fighting for it all the way to the end. Yeah, right. So they were playing for something. So that, that, to me, is significant when it comes to hockey. That guys. builds an edge, and I, I think there's absolutely something to that. It, it builds an edge, and you still have to – you've got to have that edge. You've got to have that edge where you're, you, know, you can't make those stupid penalties, those stupid plays. You know, I look back uh, against the Blackhawks series in game one, I think, and Hedman and Bishop had that horrible play where they scored a goal. You can't lose game one in your house – and expect, and when you're leading in the third period. Well, the one, the one other thing I agree with you. The one other thing they have to do is they have to get better at five on five hockey. They rely so heavily on their power play because it was so good. Yeah. And they scored so many goals on the power play to beat teams during the regular season. But what happens in the playoffs? The significant number of penalties goes down. Yeah. So I mean, I don't remember against Columbus, but they didn't have very many power plays yeah. in that four game series at all. Very few. Well, we talked about that, about the, how the difference of the uh, calling of the game. They've got to do something. I think a lot of teams uh, were up to that. But I tell you what, I was absolutely ecstatic that Boston lost in their own house. That that just gave me a little bit of Vaseline on the wound. So that was good. Uh, we got time for a call now. Hey, Dave, uh, we can go straight to Dave before our last break. Dave, good afternoon. Hey, good afternoon, John. How you doing? I'm doing well, sir. What's going on? Yeah, not too much. Nice, uh, nice victory last night, or I, I should say, this morning. This morning, this right morning. here, here it says this morning. Yep. Well, yeah. uh, you know, we've been talking about. Uh, uh, Marshall had a good point that addition by subtraction with the bullpen and uh, where they're at with these analytics and what's going on. We had a lot of raise talk today, and uh, uh, just maybe want to get your thoughts on the rest of the season. Well, you know, I like what they did at the trade deadline. I. I uh, you know, these between Fam, Austin Meadows, if Kiermaier can get it going, I, I, I like I like the offensive production. Um, it, my my only concern is that if they win the wild card, Oakland has our number right, and so it's I, I, that's my only concern with them. But I really like what what they're looking like going into the second week of August here. Obviously, if they can get two or three in Seattle. It's a four, three, three or four game series. It's three game series. Three right? game series in Seattle, yes. Yeah, so that you know that'll be nice. Oakland just seems like they're on a tear, so I don't know. Uh, I, I guess it really doesn't matter. I don't know if they're going to win the the the, the AL East. I'm sure there's a magic number already for the Yankees. Probably, you know, I still am talking a little bit division. I don't think we're out of the division yet. You know, we talk about Glassnow and Schnell coming back in September probably fairly well rested and it gives them some game some game time i'd actually like to see them come back during the san diego detroit uh these see these series where we play in lesser teams right. that they can get some game time experience that and some confidence and yeah like you said i mean you get you're gonna have some uh september call-ups from triple a i don't know i haven't really heard too much uh them talking about those September call-ups, but you know we'll see what happens. I really like them, though. I mean, I, you know, this is a fun team to watch. I think coming into the season, 
I think Vegas had the under over at like 86 games or something. I think so. you're correct. And, and Marshall said earlier, we're 17 games over 500 in, in the first week in August, second week in August. I mean, they're playing good baseball. So I'm excited. And then if we got so many, we don't have as many people on the injured reserve list as the Yankees do. And, and candidly, and I hope he's okay. Yanni Diaz at third base, his defense was atrocious. And he's, uh, he's not hitting the ball as well as he should. Fam's got to come through through uh and hit a little bit better uh Kiermaier hits good in uh in with runners in scoring position but he has got to get on base and make things happen a little bit more the guy that's bringing it right now is i, I and, and uh, trust me i was a big critic of his willie adamas has turned his game up and he's starting to hit the ball and i mean he's driving the ball he's hit some big he's home runs for hard, this team. He? he is and i'm really liking he's, what he's doing i got to give him yeah. credit because he's got a couple guys nipping at his heels down in the minors to bring up so he's got to prove it, and he's bringing it. <laughs> That's exactly why he's playing well. He knows Duffy. Uh, <laughs> he knows uh, uh, what's the kid Wander. Uh, you know uh, they've got some. They've got some guys coming up, and I'm not, I don't know that he's in a contract here. I think we have a little bit more control. His defense has picked up. He's made yep. some good plays. He's playing smarter. And you're right, he's crushing the ball. And I was talking to you, John, during the break about Avaseo Garcia. That guy seems to have big at bats for this team all the time. He just yeah, seems, he I, just, I like. I really like him at the plate. He's, he does. He's clutch. He's very clutch. I, you know, um, one quick question. Uh, you guys may have already been talking about this. I was with the kids earlier, so I didn't get a chance to, to listen in uh, too much. But what, 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 what's the deal with what Hagen's coming out with? John, did you see – I mean, I saw the headline. He still uh, wants to be in the girl. game. He still thinks there's a way to do it. Uh, we did talk about that a little earlier. And, uh, you know, they're gone. And the reason – we, we don't think it's going to happen. And, and Marshall made a good point that if it doesn't happen, they had three years to get this thing done. Is he begging for another spot? He thinks there's a way to get it done. I've got a meeting next week with somebody that was on the Rays 100 to get a little bit more insight. I'm not sure – I think he's just – Christman's in the driver's seat, uh, you know, and they're going to develop that land. And you take baseball out, uh, St. Pete makes a lot of money developing the land. It's a black eye for the area. Or uh, he develops with Sternberg if they can get a stadium deal done. But I, I think they're way off base with Hagen. Hey, do you have uh, any statistics I, I know, uh, uh, or, or data on how much the city of Tampa spent to build Amelie Arena? Well, I know it's it the whatever it used to it be was called. The ice, pal- the ice palace. Yeah, ice palace. Jason, I, you, I'm not sure. I think it was 180 million. But what Vinick did when he bought the team, he put 40 million of his own money in it and renovated right. it. Put a ton of money of his own money in it and renovated it. So you know, I think without a without a roof or a retractable roof or whatever you decide, you probably got 350 to 400 million in a stadium. Yeah, because that thing was built what twenty years ago. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, no, twenty. So. Yeah, it's about twenty years ago. So yeah, Dave, yeah, I appreciate the call. Get to those kids, big guy. We appreciate it. We got to hit a break hey, before no. we run off. And thanks for calling, saving us, man. Hey, no problem, guys. Have a good one. All thanks, right, good. thank you. Yeah. We're gonna hit our last break for in closing comments here in a second, and uh, on AM eight sixty. The answer. 
Jamie Brown, who's the Southeast Regional Manager of AmeriFirst Mortgage, is your one-stop mortgage representative. Jamie's been our partner with the home team for over eight years now, specializing in renovation loans for purchase or refinance, manufactured homes, and first-time homebuyer loans with FHA and VA loans. He's also your guy to call if you're looking for career opportunities in a strong, family-valued culture in the mortgage field. If you're looking for anything mortgage-related, call Jamie at 727-637-2341, NMLS number 166075. Great family fun is waiting for you at Advent Health Center Ice in Wesley Chapel. Ice skating for everyone, from open skating to lessons, hockey teams, league and pickup games. Skate rental is available, and you'll find a full restaurant and snack bar. Did you know that many NHL players and Olympic hopefuls train at Advent Health Center Ice? This state-of-the-art facility even has a complete pro shop and performance center. You can skate on or rent one of three NHL-sized rinks, the Olympic-sized rink, or the junior rink. For more information on this fabulous 150,000-square-foot, two-story facility, visit www.adventhealthcenterice.com. Visit them on Facebook at Advent Health Center Ice. It's all waiting for you just off I-75 at State Route 56 in Wesley chapel come and enjoy all the fun advent health center ice has to offer for your entire family just minutes from anywhere in the tampa bay area this is paul porter are you looking for some affordable family fun check out dollar tuesdays in exciting florida state league baseball with the clearwater threshers tickets and all your favorite concessions like hot dogs beer and soft drinks popcorn and peanuts are just a dollar it's happening at every tuesday clearwater threshers home game at spectrum field on us 19 in clearwater see you at the ballpark for dollar tuesdays remember all of your favorites are just a dollar if you've been involved in an auto or motorcycle or bicycle accident or any situation where you've been injured by the negligence of another call the law offices of papa and guype at 727-461-4357 or 813-983-7890. When you meet personally with trial attorneys Dave and Stan, you'll know why I endorse them to be your attorneys. Visit PapaAndGuype.com. That's P-A-P-A-A-N-D-G-I-P-E dot com. Papa and Guype, the official law firm of the home team. Paul Porter here with my friend Pastor Craig Altman from Grace Family Church, online at JustTryGrace.com. What would you say to someone who maybe has been in church and has gotten away from church and hasn't been in a long time and were thinking about going back, but they just haven't really made that commitment? This is the perfect way to just try it. Yeah, it is. It's a great question. You know, I just like to say to them, God's not mad at you. Mm -hmm. You know, he just wants you to know. And welcome back to our final couple seconds on the show. Jason, any last words? Uh, hey, go race. Let's, right. let's, let's keep it going tonight. Charlie Morton tonight. Charlie Morton on the bump tonight. Uh, I'm excited. Great show, guys. Thanks for the people that called in. We really appreciate it on AM860. The answer.
insight, passion. FM 93.7, AM 860, W229DJ, WGUL, Dunedin. The answer.